0: Que te pregunto, que cuando, como y donde, Tu siempre me respondes. Quizás, quizás, quizás.
1: Y pasan los días y yo
0: desesperado y tú, tú contestando. Quizás, quizás, quizás Estás perdiendo el tiempo Pensando, pensando Por lo que más tú quieras Hasta cuando, hasta cuando Y así pasan los días Y yo, desesperado Hello again, lovely loyal listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake, currently our anime masterpiece special for at least one more week. Yes. I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski, and I look like the Crypt Keeper! <laughs> That's true, you are
1: another year older, not no. maybe not wiser, no. but who another knows? year dumber. Yeah. And <laughs> and who are you? I'm Dan Ryan. Oh, that's right, I
0: almost forgot.
1: <laughs> and I was already 30, mm. um, but I am advising you, uh, in my old age and wisdom, mm-hmm. to not activate Gollum's hair physics, lest the game crash. Yeah. Very,
0: gotta be careful, so. We have to talk about that, because we that, do. <laughs> that went under my radar, and how did this happen, who... <laughs> Who knows? It, no one checked? <laughs> no one checked. They didn't check anything. Oh. They didn't even spell check. That's the thing. Mm. Mm. Well, with that, uh, before we get into our movie of choice today, yeah, I hope you're hungry. We'll get to that in a few minutes, though. Uh, do you have any life-adjacent updates to share on the pod, as we often do? Um. Well, one piece of anime news... One that, piece? that, that well,
1: not, not one piece oh. anime news, but um. one piece of anime news... Uh, that I think would be close to our hearts is that it seems that we are getting a anime film series of Digimon Adventure O2. Hmm. Probably similar to the treatment uh, that Tri did for the original Adventure series. Seems like we're moving into O2 territory, and obviously that is a, an anime... Uh, And a season of anime that is near and dear to our hearts. Obviously, it has Armadillomon, Mm -hmm. Submarinemon, all the other... All the the
0: Armadillomon (laughs) evolutions. Like,
1: all the classics. um, And I'm assuming it's... I think it's titled The Beginning. Mm. Uh, So, maybe it'll be a start of a new film franchise for those protagonists. I
0: could see that happening.
1: You know, and if this trend continues, maybe someday we'll be looking at, like, a Tamer's reboot movie film series, wow. who knows? Um, That'd be baller. But Adventure O two 2 had a lot of plot threads that, um, you know, this is something that we can unpack in detail yeah, someday when we watch I, it.
0: I think that's a consistent show, as we say, so, like, oh, it, yeah. it wouldn't be unlike us to bring the entire series to the podcast, because we did grow up watching all of that.
1: No, without a doubt, mm-hmm. um, and there are things that we could unpack at that time, but I I believe there was a lot of content in Digimon O two. 2 that, you know, kind of got cut. Like, the Carrie oh. had a plot with, uh, or Kari had mm-hmm. a plot with, um, the Dark Ocean that was oh, yeah, resolved yeah. Very really, Kingdom really quickly. Hearts-y. Yep. Uh, there was a whole thing with, um, they're both named Kyrie. Kyrie, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's in Kingdom Hearts and Digimon.
1: Huh. Uh, there was uh, something with one of the villain Digimon that was ended up, like, being cut or truncated. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of stuff left behind that I think that they could follow through
0: on with different plot threads and stuff. Yes. Uh, so I'd be interested to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, too, in relation to one, it feels like an upgrade. Mm-hmm. And I do like how it references that and keeps it all in the same story while expanding that universe. Yeah. So I was always a fan of the earlier seasons and the later seasons of Digimon. Mm-hmm. Vimon is from new jersey everything so <laughs> davis has a, a ramen stand he does ties yep. in yeah um
1: well that's the mainly that was the anime news but we did have a lot of video
0: game news mm-hmm. uh if you have anything before we get into that uh new barbie trailer was existential can't wait yes. for it looks perfect perfection yep <laughs> can't come quick enough. Yeah.
1: Uh, we, we are firmly on that team. Yep. We're gonna choose that between Oppenheimer mm-hmm. when the when the two uh, Gollum game choices come before us. Yes. Um, but we, as PlayStation fans, <laughs> ate pretty well this week. Yeah. Uh, we better got, than usual. Yeah. Much better than usual, <laughs> I would say. Uh, we got a PlayStation showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, and this article here that I have kind of, I think it ordered everything by what was getting the most clicks okay. and everything.
0: I think we're in the same article then.
1: So uh, the big thing that happened at the end was the Spider-Man 2 yes. trailer and gameplay showcase. <laughs>
0: I don't think that was a trailer. That was nearly 30 minutes of the game.
1: <laughs> well, there, it starts with a Craven trailer, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a cinematic, and then Craven mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Hunter, famous Spider-Man villain. He has not been used in anything for a bit. Uh, he yep. is in the jungle. He's disappointed with his quarry. <laughs> Uh, so
0: he needs to hunt the Spider Man now. Yeah,
1: he well, he's got to hunt the lizard. It seems, oh. but Spider Man's going to be a collateral damage type mm, thing. Yep. Um, but he is uh, enticed to go to New York City to hunt the ultimate game, uh, which seems to be that Doctor Connors, as always, has turned himself into a big lizard yet again. <laughs> um, and. We, it starts like this, like a, a pretty lengthy section of gameplay uh, where you can switch between Miles Morales and Peter Parker, who has a new suit. He's got his yeah. symbiote suit. He's Sticky being a symbiote. dick. Yep. Uh, it's it's increasing his aggression and, a and feeling anger.
0: Feeling the two may show off at one point, or you know, show, resort to fisticuffs at some point. Yeah, yep. I think so.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Um, and I I'm interested to see that dynamic because very rarely when the symbiote saga has been done in any medium besides the original comics, we don't usually have, like, Miles there as, like, a a positive influence or, like, a sidekick mm-hmm. or however you want to, like, think about their relationship. So I'm, I'm interested because I'm assuming it's going to provide a lot of growth for Miles to kind of have to take on... His mentor. His, well, his, mentor, friend, as yep. his mentor as his mentor is getting, you know, infected by this goo. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you can switch between them. And uh, it seems that Dr. Connors again, he's gone lizard mode mm-hmm. and following on from a plot thread from the first game, because it's like there's like little bits of dialogue in this gameplay showcase uh, that like Harry Osborne is is dying and mm-hmm. something that Dr. Connors has access to could save him. Mm-hmm. That was a plot teaser at the end of the first game, in which we saw Harry Osborne in a tank with a bunch of venom goo. Yeah. Um, and in that first game, Norman Osborne hadn't become Green Goblin, so yeah. that is also presumably being saved, if, if not for this game, mm. maybe for a future one. Mm. Uh, but there's gonna be a lot of different things at play in this, um... But I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, It seems I haven't played, I hear they're gigantic, wonderful games. Mm -hmm. Um, They would be on my list if I didn't have 10,000 video games already, Mm -hmm. but I'm happy that this franchise and especially the Mm Spider-Man is succeeding and flourishing. Of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, next up in terms of uh
1: click amounts <laughs> Metal Gear solid snake eater snake eater he's getting a remake oh. and i I think everyone was was joyously surprised by this mm-hmm. I was like what is this is this gonna be like another far cry or something yeah. like what is what is this jungle here yeah. but then it ends with a snake getting eaten and you're like they're not gonna do, do that. that but then that man emerges from the swamp and it's mm-hmm. like, that's That music starts playing, and mm-hmm. I I believe the... I, I feel like the little symbol is a Delta symbol, yeah. I'm not sure. It's yeah. like Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. Mm-hmm. So it is a remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 uh, that will coincide with uh, the original trilogy in their original forms getting uh, released onto the PlayStation. Yep. Yep, so. yep, yep,
0: Very good all around. Excited for the Metal Gear Solid fans out there.
1: That's been rumored for a long time. A... So that... I mean, I'm still so
0: behind, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the next thing that I have on my list is that the PS5 is taking a page out of Nintendo's book. Yeah. <laughs> and Project its controller up. Yeah. Nintendo did it first.
1: Nintendo did do it first, and technically it doesn't seem like the PS5 is doing it exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It's like a streaming device. Yeah. But that's a- for those of us who like to dual screen- yeah, Play in bed. Yeah, I can- we can do that now. Mm-hmm. I can watch TV while
0: playing a game. It, it's,
1: you know, <laughs> while playing the Switch. Yes! Yeah, and having do. something running on my laptop. I can do four screens at once yeah. if I want to.
0: Should you do four screens at once?
1: Probably no, not. But... I'm going to do Ozymandias mode. Yeah. So, it, But uh, but yeah, interesting little unexpected accessory. Uh, should let you stream from the console
0: and play mm-hmm. it in handheld mode. Um... But I mean, it is yeah, yeah yeah it's a sound idea but I I can't wait for the naysayers yet again to be like finally a good game with good graphics that's portable the switch is doing just fine well
1: the switch is doing fine it, and also it's not going to be portable it's probably going oh, to be inside like in the next room yeah. it's a streaming device oh, so it's yikes. going to have to be in your it'll Wi-Fi be like the Wii connection. U
0: again remember when you couldn't like take your Wii U pad to the toilet because <laughs> yeah, it's no. too
1: far there was a boundary like yeah. a line of salt that yeah. you couldn't bring that mm. tablet out of yeah but hmm. hopefully
0: we advance past that
1: yeah hopefully yep. Um, the next one on mine is something that I'm actually, mm-hmm. you know, low-key excited for, uh, is Assassin's Creed Mirage. In the
0: same IGN article, huh? Yeah. Yep.
1: Uh, we are. <laughs> uh, we were hacks. Yeah. Uh, but it is, it seems to be like a return to form mm-hmm. to the Assassin's Creed games, yeah. narrowing the scope back to a, a lone assassin, presumably taking on either the Knight Templar or something else, uh, in, in, uh, centralized location, and... I am just very
0: happy for a simpler Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, I, I, these are another franchise that I would want to get into if I had the time because I do love the historical accuracies that they use in portraying these locales. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that very cool. Like, you can actually go, I don't know which one, like, is Venice or Rome or Italy or something like that. Uh, but two. But there is, like, someone who's like, oh, I actually, like, researched this architecture and stuff and they recreated this pretty faithfully for the time period. Oh, yeah, no. So, that's cool.
1: They always, they always put a shit ton of yeah. work into these. Yeah, um, and from what I'm aware of, like uh, like Val, like people did enjoy Assassin's Creed Valhalla, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed, although I never finished it because it is a gigantic game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed Odyssey mm-hmm. in its own goober way, but there wasn't a whole lot to do with assassination in that game. <laughs> um, you know, and and the whole framing device of uh, Abstergo Industries or whatever had gotten really muddled. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this seems to be a return to form, a a very simple, uh, you know, assassin- Like, you're you're in, I think, some kind of ancient Middle Eastern city, mm-hmm. doing assassination missions. Uh, it's kept vague and kept mysterious, and this tracks with, um, I believe at some point when the Assassin's Creed franchise decided to pause for a little bit, um, it was acknowledged that we would get three games, uh, In succession, that would kind of fit this mold. So the first one that was teased was this one, Assassin's Creed Mirage, a simpler, you know, you know, uh, old school Assassin's Creed. Which means that the next one should be the one that's in Japan. Yeah, the (laughs) long-awaited. You're playing as like a ninja in feudal japan assassin's creed game Well,
0: maybe also that wouldn't have fit because there is a lot of things set in japan recently yes that, that are yep. kind of this style of game and there's even a few on this list yeah there's there's more coming
1: yep as well i i think ghost of tsushima is mm-hmm. all but guaranteed to to get a sequel yeah. at this point yep. um but uh, and then i think a third one but i forget what the oh it's coming
0: parameters yep. were uh so yeah Mm, exciting. All right, so next on my list is a game that I've heard... It's always in my life for some reason. I don't know why. It's a vague thing. It's a fly in my ear, always buzzing. Alan Wake 2 is coming? That didn't come out? Did we get an Alan Wake? I feel like there's always an Alan Wake game getting made that isn't out yet. Is this the one that people have been waiting for? I don't I, know. I, I, honestly, I don't know. I
1: don't know. It feels like, we, we, yeah. like one's been announced yeah. or previewed every at every one of these PlayStation yes. events for like two years. Forever,
0: no, longer than two years, like ten years, Dan. It's always like, where's Alan Wake? Here's Alan Wake. We're making Alan Wake. But here he is. Yeah. In October. That writer is up to the spooky shit again, I guess. Is that what happens in the game? I don't know. I I
1: actually, I don't know. (laughs) It it, gives
0: me Stephen King vibes.
1: It feels like you're, yeah, it's something with horror and then you can switch off into like an FBI agent Mm -hmm. who is investigating these spooky crimes. Uh, But I don't know anything else about Alan Wake, except he is a writer, but Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know.
0: Hmm. I'm happy well, for... We'll have to yeah, look into Yet yeah, again, the Alan Wake fans are eating. Uh, now I got to receive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got my... Another! They gave us another Final Fantasy 16 trailer, and no demo yet. Apparently huh. there's going to be a big demo that's going to take place at like the first two hours of the game. The data will transfer over. Very good. I will try to balance that and play that, but this this game looks phenomenal. I'm trying not to watch the trailers. I mean, there's so much going on, I don't understand what's happening. So, yeah, I feel, I, 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 so I, I feel like you know, there, the there are so many characters and elementals and uh, summons going on. I don't know what's happening, so I'll just sit down and have that. But it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. It looks wonderful. It looks giant and good. Um, all these characters that inhabit these summons, these classic summons, look really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy the big monster battles for once. I know that's yeah. usually your your wheelhouse, but uh, I think no, it's certainly. Be cool. Yeah,
1: I mean it's it's looking beautiful,
0: and it's less than a month away.
1: Well, it's, it's looking like it's going to be a complex, like, I think this was in development when Game of Thrones Fever was at a pitch, mm. so it's probably going to be some complexities and, like, palace intrigue stuff yep. thrown in there with the usual Final Fantasy goodness, so I think we're all excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, here was a little something for me. Yeah, Dragons, because I know
0: nothing about
1: it. Dragons: Dogma Two. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying that I don't know. Well, I wouldn't original... know the difference between that one. The original Dragons: Dogma is quite beloved. Yeah, it's uh, you know it was this uh, you know I don't want to get it wrong, but it's like this RPG adventure game. You yeah. go around, kind of like Skyrim, like mixing elements of like Skyrim and some mm-hmm. some of the Souls games and stuff, and you go on. This, this quest, you're, like, uh, this this chosen individual. I think it, in the first one it was, like, the, uh, the Arisen hmm. who is uh, granted these powers to return from death at a cost and stuff. Uh, but the big notable thing, the, the one that is usually discussed on the internet, is that you could uh, enlist the help of, like, these pawns who were NPCs, uh, like, that were generated by the game. Or, I believe sometimes... The player characters of other players who you were on, like you know, on mm-hmm. the same network as, like you could download them from like a a uh, like a collected board or whatever, and then they would join you as partners in your adventure, mm. uh, you know, with all of their good qualities, bad qualities, whatever factored in, um, very. Like, you know, maybe it didn't make huge waves, but it was certainly a popular game, and people have been waiting for this sequel for a long time. Uh, I think the first one is out on the Switch now, too, if you want to take it portable, but it's it's in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, it was good to finally get this confirmed, because people have been hoping for a sequel to this game for a long time. Yeah. And uh, if I don't have too many games at the time, um, I will check it out. And it's being developed in the Resident Evil engine. Mm.
0: With, According to this IGN
1: article, which like yep. a lot of these games are, yep. so yeah. uh,
0: a few we could gloss over unless you have more to say about that marathon. I don't know what that is. Uh, new new series. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. PvP. That's it, what I'm well, reading. it's it's Bungie, so it's. I, it says
1: it's like a return mm-hmm.
0: to Marathon. I wouldn't know what Marathon is though. Not a are direct we running one to the originals. Um, <laughs> is it a
1: running game? Yeah, I don't know enough about
0: yeah. that stuff. Uh, Street Fighter, New Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I might pick this up if I have time. Looks stylish. Yeah. I'll wait for the reviews on that one. Same for me. Um, Fair Game, which is what they opened the show with, which is like a heist team game. Yes. Where you're fighting one another. I mean, it looks cool, but I don't know. I, maybe, maybe I am getting old, because I don't know what's going on anymore in these video games.
1: <laughs> I, I turned the stream on, halfway through this trailer, so I missed
0: most mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Um, but... It's like a yeah. team you gotta break into the bank while fighting each other thing. Yeah, it's as a
1: competitive heist experience, <laughs> so I would assume it's... It's, like, groups of players yeah, breaking... I'm, I'm I mean, sure. that could be interesting if it's done correctly and it doesn't, like, devolve into a... Just a regular... Mm. Shooter, but...
0: Mm. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, Talos Principle 2 is, like, that robot, iRobot game... Mm-hmm where they were in different zany locales, Mm -hmm. like futuristic locales. I don't know if it's like a builder or... It says there's like mind-bending challenges. It's hard to describe. I think it had puzzles. Like it had very complicated puzzles for you to solve. Okay, so it's like a cloud atlas situation. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a complicated puzzle in itself. Do you want to talk about Foam Stars? Uh, do I? <laughs> finally, something that I knew. Listen, Square Enix showed up and I was like, they won't give us any Kingdom Hearts stuff. So I, I shouldn't prepare myself for that. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw this and I went, hmm, these Japanese pop stars sure are throwing a lot of foam at one another. They are, yeah. And I know of another game where we do something similar that Nintendo has already done and is beloved by many
1: yeah, I they're trying to hop on to the Splatoon bandwagon, yeah. I guess. And so, it's a very obvious like why? Oh, there were some shots in that trailer that felt like they recreated Splatoon, Splatoon trailer. weapons. Yeah. Like not even just Splatoon weapons, but Splatoon trailer shots, like in terms of how, well, I guess there's no there's not a lot of whole, you know, ways you can present it. Yeah. If you're trying to just like color in parts of you a map. You see not ink, but foam. But it, it was like this. Looks like a recreation of of one of the your stupid Splatoon trailers. But I stupid. I, I I don't I, I don't um
0: legendary
1: Splatoon trailers. It feels like a very late attempt to copy. You know, because mm-hmm. we're in between Splatoon games at the moment. So, you know, I I don't know, I I don't know, I don't know why they would go this way. Also, mm. just a, isn't. I'm not hip. Yeah, I'll fully admit that. Uh-huh. Aren't like a lot of nightclubs? Don't
0: they do like yeah a foam foam parties? Yeah, foam parties. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so
1: it is. Yeah, <laughs> you're
0: not hip, Grandpa.
1: <laughs> so okay, it does make sense. It seems like there's some kind of like uh, like liquor theme to some of them. Like they have like beer bottle. Yeah, and it's champagne like it's like champagne and... like
0: bottle girls, bottle service. Yeah, yeah uh, I get
1: that. So if it's if it's stupid and tropic, but enough,
0: literally Splatoon does the same thing. They modernize, like, weapons, like a champagne bottle, a ruler. They'll take, like, objects and make them weapons. Well, yeah, even this article says Splatoon mixed with Persona. Mm. But, I mean, you can be the judge I'll, of y- that. I- I'll
1: wait. Yep. But we'll see what happens. Um... It- plucky squire oh
0: this looked incredible i love yeah. this it's like a 2d thing that switches into a 3d thing based in a storybook. yeah <laughs> um I, I think it's quirky i will probably pick this up because i i just enjoyed it that much it looks fun it looks quirky cute
1: i've it, used no, those just, words many many times it just looks very very interesting yeah. like the way it switches between like the top down action giving and then, like, me my 3D. fave like
0: a B- uh, little big planet vibes
1: but it's also, I don't want to be spreading disinformation here, but this art style is done by James Turner. Oh, yeah. Who is one yeah. of the Pokemon uh, designer. Like, he's he's contributed a handful of Pokemon and other art details for the Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. And if you follow him on Instagram, like, like I do, uh, this is his exact art style. This is what he, like, for fun, will post things in. Mm. So I believe he has a hand in this, because oh, he has oh. been posting stuff about it. Um. So, no. I, I. I. I'm probably gonna support it just for that reason because yeah. it's like it seems to be a whole game mm-hmm. of his stuff. Mm-hmm. So,
0: oh, very interesting. Looks fun. Uh. This. This was the coolest thing that I saw in the showcase for yes. me. It was a uh, Phantom Blade Zero. Uh. It's very much. Uh, Sekiro. Sort of vein. Yes. It's like futuristic Japanese yes, bloodborne. Like, it's like Sekiro mixed with like Ninja Gaiden yeah. even, kind of. It just looks cool. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it. There's a lot of
1: masks. Yeah, a lot of masks, they seem to be a theme. Uh, this points out that it's like kung steampunk. fu, steampunk. Yeah. <laughs> Those um, are trigger words. <laughs> and it's got like a, it seems to have like a Souls-esque kind yeah. of overworld to it. Yeah. So... I actually wanted to che- like that was this was one of the few like non-franchise mm-hmm. things in this that I was like I kind of want to check, check that, that out because yep. it's classified as like a hack and slash so I, I usually really enjoy those mm-hmm. um, but no this it it really it, this got my attention yeah, like we same. obviously as the presentation went on mm-hmm. I was you know I did notice that they there. had
0: this very zoomed in in the trailer I I don't think they wanted to show us what the UI looks like yet or mm-hmm. it's not done. Mm-hmm. So I, I did notice that, but it looked smooth, it looked cool. There was a lot of different scenarios. There was like a, a carriage chase at one point. Yeah. We were you on both sides? Oh. Like, it the looks bosses good. look souls est.
1: Yeah, good. and like very um, you know, like Chinese or <laughs> Japanese like, <laughs> like imagery. Like I yeah. think you're fighting one of those parade dragons <laughs> yeah. at one point.
0: That's cool. And yeah, so it
1: looks <laughs> uh, it definitely has my interest.
0: Yeah. So Another one, I wouldn't know anything about Ghost Runner 2. I wouldn't know about Ghost Runner 1! I do not either. You're motorbiking down buildings now. Um,
1: okay, here Arrowhead's Helldivers <laughs> 2. Yep. I don't know about you, because mm. I don't know. I, I don't remember what time frame you sat down and watched this after work. I thought that this was a Starship Troopers game. Yeah,
0: a lot of people said that, like because the, in- the commercial was like the vibe of it. The trailer. It, it was the exact vibe. Like I yeah. was sitting there, like, oh, holy shit! Are we getting a Starship, Starship Troopers? Troopers video game? No. Apparently, it is very much like that because I was listening to some people talk about it. Um, yeah. 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 So, it, I mean, it looks it
1: looks interesting, mm-hmm. but I. I really would have liked that Starship Troopers branding, but I'm not going to hold that against it. Because no. I, I, I'm assuming that this is an existing thing. Helldivers well, 1 a, is... Unless is a, 2 is the first game in the series. <laughs> so I, I don't know if that would upset people, but yeah. I mean, it definitely would seemingly be up my alley I'll I'll wait and see what reviews say about it Mm -hmm. but I do like the Starship Troopers vibe that
0: it has another Jonathan choice of the not the direct the showcase Sword of the Sea Mm -hmm. by Giant Squid who brought us Journey Abzu the like all quality games Mm -hmm. they're just mysterious they're relaxing it's a silent kind of like travel game Mm -hmm. where you're piecing together where you are what's going on in this history and it, it just it always looks gorgeous yes um I remember my first experience with Journey. I just loved that, and it feels kind of like a journey too, because there is the desert elements. It's like they combined Abzu and Journey now, mm-hmm. so I I could imagine there could be a link between all three. On a similar note, have you taken a look at Dredge? I've heard of it. I haven't looked at it.
1: You're on like a little fishing boat mm-hmm. in like a mysterious New England bay area. Mm, sounds scary. And you're you're <laughs> mostly there to catch fish, but there is obviously something else spooky going on. stuff at work. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe look into that because yeah, I've, I've been I've been I've th- been I've been tempted to pick that up recently, mm. but it reminded me of that. Mm. Uh, Resident Evil Four remake VR still
0: didn't pick that up yet. With the game
1: itself, or the I played like one chapter of the game. That's
0: okay. Th- that's okay.
1: It's okay. We're getting old. Yeah, got, you know, got so much time for video. Yeah. Well, not me, but
0: <laughs> yeah, you. I've my, I've only put my... three hundred hours into Zelda. Me, I'm looking at like my four Korok seeds. Korok. Oh, I can't pronounce it. Korok. Uh Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2. Are we getting a Five Nights at Freddy's movie too? We are. Okay. That trailer came out. I, I forget remember. if I shared it with you. I don't I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe I I sent it to my brother as a joke. I always send my brother Five Nights at Freddy's saying that Bandit is excited for it mm-hmm. because my headcanon for Bandit is that he's like a like Child. a like a zoomer who yeah. plays Five Nights at Fre- so I I don't mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh yeah, I didn't know there was a there was a help wanted one. But mm.
0: Oh yeah, no. I, it's a good thing. It's like it expands the lore. I mean, I don't the jump scares get me. Like every jump scare, mm-hmm. I'm not scared. I just the loud noise startles me so.
1: Okay, so, so you are technically scared. No, then. I'm
0: not scared. I just jump.
1: <laughs> mm. Mm. I, I think that's 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 a semantic game there. Oh, um I'll get you. <laughs> Then the uh, Gris crater, Gris uh,
0: Gris. <laughs> Gris. Parlez-vous français, mon ami? <laughs> you
1: instantly got me then.
0: So Gris, a fabulous game mm-hmm. um, about depression and overcoming grief that I played on the Switch. I didn't know this was them until this article, but I did like this trailer. Mm-hmm. So I will be playing this as well. Um, it's like probably a short one. Obviously dealing with grief again, uh, because this person in the trailer lost their big wolf friend Yes. to darkness and decay.
1: Yeah, I was I yeah, no, it even caught my interest. It looks Something special. yeah. Yeah.
0: And then they had this complete tonal shift. You watch this dog die and this woman cry over the body. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, hey, do you ever want to see a cat pirate do something? And I said,
1: what? The
0: tone has shifted. And that's when I looked up like, hmm, I do kind of want to see that. (laughs) See what a cat pirate would do. You get Cat Quest Pirates of the Caribbean. Are there other Cat Quest games? Oh, no, there is an original. It
1: says there is an original Cat Cat Quest Quest. game. (laughs) Um. Yeah, but pirate themed. You're going on adventures. It looks like you switch between a big map and like uh, you know, mm. smaller exploration of each area. What if What if I buy this instead of that? Bat and Kaitos game. <laughs>
0: oh, I'll support Bat and Kaitos. <laughs> oh no, Sea
1: of Stars. Oh, yes. the, the one that you wanted me to buy. Yes! If I buy Cat Quest instead of Sea
0: of Stars, <laughs> I mean, you can make your choice, Dan. I mean, it does. It looks cute in quality. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna say anything bad I, about well, no, Cat Quest. I'm
1: assuming if, if it you know, if they showcased it here, then they you know it must it, it must be quality. Yeah,
0: surely at least someone looked over the game unlike another game. <laughs> um, let's see. What is The Towers what? of Agasaba? Okay,
1: very Breath of the Wild ish. <laughs> uh you seem to be on like a dying or, you know, you return to what was once your people's land it is now dying or corrupted in some fashion and the crux of the game will be going around and replanting uh you know getting the greenery back like i would assume balancing out the animal population like bringing life back to this area mm-hmm. bringing like industry yeah. uh that works with the nature
0: back like building buildings
1: i'm intrigued yeah I mean, I I think
0: One Breath of the Wild is enough for me for a long while. Mm -hmm. As I say, I'm overexposed with these open world games. Mm -hmm. There are times that I just need a structured story, and I think I'm getting to that point. After Tears of the Kingdom, of course, which is doing it flawlessly, but I think I'll need a little bit of a break from that and Final Fantasy. Of course. Just the big games. I wanted something a little, uh, a smaller experience. Yeah, well... I, there does seem to be plenty of those coming yeah, through. Especially this next one from the uh, makers of Night in the Woods, which I loved. Mm-hmm. We get Revenant Hill, which seems in the same vein. We had a same black cat model from Night in the Woods. And in the background, there's like some witchery going on, mm-hmm. occultism, Americana.
1: I, I never played Night in the Woods, yeah. but I I would be interested to hear you...
0: Oh, it's just—it's it just a cute little game where you're a cat trying to live life mm-hmm. um, in a city with your other animal friends, and it—it's like a very adult game, mm-hmm. despite having these cute characters. This looks like it's going to be a little bit different, but in the same style. So, I—I I, um uh, i could recommend picking this up without playing the original too. Of course, just based on the trailer.
1: Yep. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, <laughs> um, similar to the game that we came up with yesterday, which was <laughs> Code Crab relink zero
0: yeah um but i believe we've talked about grand blue fantasy before i've talked about this i think because i've seen a trailer for it and some gameplay that they showed and it looks good but Mm -hmm. i heard like middling things on the story so i'm gonna wait Mm -hmm. i don't know how people would know about the story already but they said like the gameplay is very good but the story is kind of like tropey anime Mm -hmm. um but i mean the game hasn't come out yet I, i don't know
1: um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So we can wait and see on that. Yep. Uh, and then I, I think this one caught your interest. Oh yeah, Ultros. very cool,
0: very cool. It's like a '90s drug trippy Metroidvania. It's,
1: yeah, it's like the acid paper, yeah. uh, like Metroidvania. And this had of.
0: the best soundtrack. And there were a lot of good soundtracks going on, but mm-hmm. this one, I was like, ooh, I'm, I'm vibing. And, and it just, I, just
1: visually fascinating. Mm-hmm. It seems like your, your player is like stuck in a. I mean, obviously in a heavily stylized, like, space station, so more, you know, Metroid vibes there. But th- this one definitely, I think, caught a lot of people's attention. Mm. It's just It just looks so unique. Yep. Um, Tower of uh, Fantasy. Wouldn't know. Don't remember. Also don't know. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple new... VR games. Games. No? Good. Uh, Firewalks <laughs> Concord, which was... Because you, you said there's a lot of space stuff coming. Oh,
0: yeah, this was the, the point where I tuned out. It was, like, too much space.
1: It was a very vague, um, you know, kind of, like, panning shots of the inside of this spaceship jumping to light speed, uh, like, lots of comedic, like, garbage and food strewn about. So I'm assuming that it's going to be some kind of, like, uh, you know, it says PvP multiplayer, mm-hmm. so... Maybe it'll be like I don't know if it's PVP multiplayer. I'm getting like <laughs> Fortnite. But like it'll. Well, it's probably like Destiny. Yeah, it'll yeah. like drop you into, but with like a funnier bend to yeah. it. Like it'll drop you into some location, and then you got to fight. Too your much
0: way out. space. They all look the same.
1: Uh, and I know
0: space is an unlimited cosmos, but
1: yeah. But Star Wars has taught us that it can be a little shallow too. So. Yeah. You gotta, mm. you gotta explore every axis when yeah. <laughs> you go out in space. Yeah. Um, uh, Immortals of Avium. This
0: was another space thing.
1: Oh, it's a, yeah, the magic first-person shooter. Yeah. Um,
0: it looked okay. I just didn't know what
1: was going on. And I believe that is it. it. Yeah. I feel like there was some... Oh, no, that was
0: there was like a destiny something trailer I yeah think. i think
1: yeah well one of these was also in the vr thing i think like when you're going into the guy's mind and um. you're waving stuff around telepathically mm. uh but no we got a lot yeah uh, i mean they're not it. coming
0: out a lot of them until 2024 2025
1: just fine. Yeah. We got too many games. Yeah, too many. Yep. We are technically like halfway through the year almost, so it, can't it, we it. Yep. we we have a lot of games, mm-hmm. and we will have more in the fall. Yep. Uh, I think we're getting that Pokemon Home update mm-hmm. at the end of the month, eventually, and you know maybe that could signal us starting to get more trailers for that mm-hmm. because that is technically just in the fall sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see what happens and I mean, there.
0: there's no E3, but, you know, someone might surprise us with a adjacent direct, maybe. It would be nice, yeah. yeah. Definitely during the summer, right? Um, I would assume.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They gotta. hmm Um, but yeah, that was the main... Crux of that. Did you have anything else to add about... Uh, I know I know you wanted to
0: go into Tears of the Kingdom a little bit. But... Oh, yeah. I've been... I guess we can do like a Tears of the Kingdom where we're at. I know you've mm-hmm. done a lot more than me, but I picked up some more seeds. I'm going into that, uh, that uh, region where uh, Kakariko is mm-hmm. now, and I want to get to the... I forget the name of it, like the fashion city forget mm-hmm. what it's called. The one where Link's house used to be that I heard Zelda uh, moved into. Hatno. <laughs> no village, yeah. yeah. That's my next thing. I got a few more memories, including my introduction to Ganondorf, where he was commanding a giant army of worms. <laughs> and I yes. said, hmm, that man is evil. And then a shocking reveal that someone died. I may be piecing together this mystery <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of yeah. who might have killed this person. Who could it be? I don't know. But, uh, I mean, uh, don't tell Nintendo, but I didn't update my game so I could... Uh, be a little bit more free and loose and call me a cheater. You know what? I I didn't cheat in the first game. This one, there's too much on my plate. If I want to make things easier, I'm going to do it.
1: I'm going to do it. Yeah, I managed to do it once yep. before the update because I'm a good boy. Yeah. I don't love yeah. the update. And yeah. So, But
0: I got the stupid Himbo Garuda outfit that I wanted yes, to get. Yes, a favorite of mine as well. Um, yep. I just wanted to get all the materials so I could upgrade them. I met my great fairy. I put, mm-hmm. put one member of the band and got them in a little cart. Yeah, I find finally them on the did it. Yeah, I I like how it's a lot easier to upgrade than in the first game. Yes. It's just rupees and a few materials instead of a lot of materials and a lot of rupees. Yes. Yeah. And now with uh certain things, I'm richer than ever. So, I don't have to worry about money.
1: <laughs> I am I am loving it. Yep. Uh, I uh, in my excess of time, I have I've done the four main temples, so I've got. I don't understand like, the, how you had the time. The, like... the four like, goobers that link allies with, like you've seen them in the trailers where yeah. you can summon their powers and stuff. Similar to, you know, those four in the first game. Um, you get something very similar for each of them in mm-hmm. this one, but they work in... in Uh, different ways. Mm. I mean, we'll discuss that in depth when you get to that point. Yeah, eventually. Um, But they are all very, very useful in their own ways, and they're handled very creatively. Like, one of them kind of can kick on um, to be used, like, when you're on a vehicle. Mm -hmm. They provide some, like, firepower for you when you're on, you know, if you have them out, and you can summon them all together. You can summon them one at a time. You can Mm. turn all of them off. It's a very... In my opinion, convenient system. Hmm. Um, but that being said, I am not done with the game by any stretch. I did finish all of the tier quests, mm-hmm. um, uh, just because it was bothering me not having them all labeled on the map. Yep. Uh, so I do have the full picture. That you do get them out of order, mm-hmm. so it's not it's yeah. not just. You, I've been the... trying to
0: go in order, but like there were some that were like right next to each other. Yeah. It's Like while well, I'm here. And I might as well.
1: And they're numbered, so yeah. it's like, you know, but you do get the full picture of who that, you know, <laughs> mm. what what exactly, what plot has yeah. been unfolding here. Um, and then I did get the the Master's Sword. And so the, you got a lot done, Dan. And the, the Hylian Shield. Yep. But other than that, I've been plumbing the depths for clothing. I'm and, still afraid uh, to go down there. It's actually, like, I gotta say, you know, back when... People were, you know, the debate was happening. oh, is this DLC or not? Like that, that depths area is like an entire second game. Yeah. Like if this wasn't, if this didn't have the Zelda label on it, that whole part down there would yeah. be something else entirely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's like challenging, but not too bad. And no, I'm just loving this game. Mm. It really, it made me like reflect on, on how much I, I thoroughly loved Breath of the, the Wild. Wild. And these two as a pair are...
0: A chef's case. Easily... Maybe they might be some of my favorite games yeah. ever. I went back and forth. Breath of the Wild eclipsed Wind Waker for a bit. Then mm-hmm. Wind Waker came back. But this one seems to be my favorite so far. It just feels so freeing. I love the sky.
1: Yeah. Yep. It, it, it is... I don't know. It, the, the, this This pair is just kind of like something special. And they do... Um, I, like I would assume that if you had just finished Breath of the Wild recently and went right into Tears of the Kingdom, yeah, you're gonna feel some repetition. But as people have pointed out, the way that Tears of the Kingdom is structured is that it's kind of like a like a negative. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it's like, the inverse. You'll mm-hmm. start at places in Tears of the Kingdom that mm-hmm. were end game or mm-hmm. post game in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. So it will inform you. Okay, this thing. Is here now. Maybe go in Breath of the Wild and check out what used to be there, mm-hmm. or find that location earlier. And it, it's a very, it's an interesting dynamic. But yep. I, you know, I am thoroughly pleased with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I, I just, I'm, I'm interested to see where Zelda goes next. Yep. I mean, obviously, that's, that's a ways away, but, you know, I think these two form a very good closed mm-hmm. circle with each other, mm. so. Um,
0: Do you yeah. want to talk about Gollum?
1: Talk about Gollum, yeah. yeah. Um, another thing that has kept... Uh, first me, then I sent them along to you, entertained, during this week, uh, was Lord of the Rings Gollum. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me assure you, I did not play it, I no. did not buy it, okay. I did not... I Because <laughs> there was a brief misunderstanding and I had to correct the record because I... <laughs> 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 but... This Gollum game, if anyone remembers, uh, because we, we frequently harken back to Jeff Keeley's Game Awards, mm-hmm. his big day out, it got previewed there. Yeah. I think it got previewed at multiple game mm-hmm. showcase things, and the premise from those previews was that you would be, uh, you know, Gollum from Lord of <laughs> the Rings, our little corrupted, uh, you know... Mm-hmm. Hobbit friend uh, who is desperately seeking his ring, and it would be like a, a stealth adventure game mm-hmm. where you you presumably would use Gollum's limited but maybe useful skill set <laughs> to trick your way out of situations yeah, or to survive. Yeah, to yeah. survive. <laughs> um the the most the you know, the most obvious place to to put this um which they ended up doing. Was when Gollum is captured and tortured by Sauron's forces, and he's held at like I think barad near Mount Doom, and then he escapes from there, and then that is when he starts heading to intersect or to to intercept um, Frodo and Sam, mm-hmm. um, and then at some point in that you know time skip, because um, I recounted when we were watching the movies that there is a sizable time skip in the first Lord of the Rings where uh, no one... You don't notice it as a viewer in those movies because the movies don't really harp on it that much. In the Mm -hmm. books, it's emphasized that it's like 17 years Mm. where Frodo just has the ring in his house with him at the Shire. Uh, And and Gandalf goes and he uh, interrogates Gollum uh, about what he revealed to the orcs. Mm. Um, So this... That's the framing device, and people are saying it's one of the worst games ever made. Ever made. Yep. Um, taking the heat off of Redfall, which was upsetting people before this, mm-hmm. the, the vampire first-person shooter game with the stationary cutscenes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, really took the attention off that, and it, it is just so bad.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: It is like... It is, like, PS3 or, or or like, 360 graphics, and nothing works.
0: Not much gameplay, either.
1: I was watching uh, someone that I frequently do for game reviews, Skill Up, mm-hmm. and he's, he's usually, like, a polite, like, Englishman about <laughs> yeah. things, but he's like, I can't get, the, like, th- this entire game is, like, fighting with the physics of its own engine. Like, mm. you, you have to... It's not about learning how to play it. It's about learning how the bugs operate, mm-hmm. so that you can play around that. Mm. You can't turn on Gollum's hair. Nope. Um I think when they released the PC specs for it, it was like a top of the line fucking recommendation. Like mm-hmm. some some shit that you would need to play, yeah. uh, like like something like Valheim or like, yeah. like some some gigantic, you know, uh, game that consumes a lot of resources and. And people are like, for what? Why does Gollum need ray tracing? Mm. Why does Gollum need, like, you know, all of this and it barely works? And Mm. you can't have it on without the game crashing. Mm. And and not only that, but the game itself is $60. And then for an extra $10, you unlock the ability for him to say, My precious, Mm. uh, and get other emotes. Great. Um, And you also... Unlock the language packs for the fantasy races so that, like the you can elves, understand
0: what they're saying. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Oh. They just
1: speak English. Oh, if if you don't have the language pack installed, <laughs> the elves, instead of speaking Sindarin, speak just regular English. Oh, so you have to download the the pack to get them to speak in the proper language. Oh, um, it's just fascinating. I just
0: love how it's like a pain simulator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's. <laughs> Maybe they intended to do that. Just, like, give the masses something that is gonna punish them. (laughs) And it's just one of those things where they, when, based on the previews,
1: it was like, okay, you're gonna be, it's a stealth game, and you're gonna have choices, uh, where Gollum is, like, Gollum and Smeagol are, like, you know, duality, wrestling Uh with themselves to make choices, and maybe the game will change. Mm -hmm. But something happened in the course of that, and... Like the fonts are terrible like mm. in in the user interface it does it, it barely works half the time it's mm-hmm. It's all this you got you gotta ask what happened yeah like that's the that's the question on everyone's mind, <laughs> but you know apparently they were already contracted to make a second game, so yeah. I don't know what's going to happen but mm. it's it's just like I, I maybe they realized okay, we can't do like a mass effect you know change the game as we go thing because Gollum has to end up... You can't give yep. Gollum a happy ending. Yeah. So then all of the choices have no consequences, so it's just like, who do you want to betray? <laughs> big man or old man? <laughs> and then it's the same outcome for both yeah. because they can't do anything else, but it, it's... Go watch gameplay of it. It's, <laughs> but don't it's buy fa- the game. Don't, don't buy don't it. it. Don't play it. But it's it's just fascinating
0: yeah. to see. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh... I think that's a good enough segment. Mm -hmm. No need for a tangent today. Okay. We've been talking for a while. It is my birthday, after all. And I decide where we're going, mm-hmm. and let's get into the episode proper. Of course. Uh, so this is masterpiece. just a casual reminder, Dan and I show off a few Asian cinema masterpieces to expand our weeb horizons and enhance our appreciation for cinematic culture, mm-hmm. uh, taking turns introducing each other to film and hopefully ones that we've never seen before, uh, bridging the gap of our taste and showing our appreciation for cast and crews spanning the globe. Also, it's my B-Day month. And that's what I want for my B-Day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted cinema. Yeah. yeah. As always, I, I do. Want cinema, and today is a special treat. I hope you're hungry. Mm -hmm. Hope you brought your appetite. We're watching 1985's Mm (laughs) Tampopo, and what a film that we are going to watch today! Why this film? So, it's been on my list for a long time, and it's hailed by many cinema buffs and movie fans as a comedic and heartwarming film, as rich and deep. As a bowl of ramen. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what I got around to watching it. When I saw this, I was like, that is exactly how this movie feels. It's heartwarming. It's comedic. It's a per- It's one of the perfect movies. I think it does have, like, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, too. It's very okay. close to it. So it, it is a perfect film. Um, and it's truly designed, in watching it, I was like, I know a certain boy who's going to be obsessed with some tropes and themes present in this film. And that boy's Dan Ryan. Was it me? It was you, Dan, so this is a way to get to your heart that isn't through your stomach. But also through my (laughs) stomach, technically. Um, I need to see his reaction, and I genuinely love this film, so let's dig in, shall we? Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we go in, do you know anything of Tempopo?
1: I have (laughs) literally never heard of this (laughs) Based on all of the hints that you have been dropping for yep. the past two months, yeah. I, I honestly thought it was going to be Jiro Dreams of Sushi. <laughs> Which is a good guess. Yeah. Uh, you were you were talking up food, <laughs> you were talking up like... Uh, like and so that's I, just me
0: regularly, so...
1: <laughs> you know, so I, I had no idea that this was coming. I have no prior knowledge of it going in. Um, mm-hmm. Aside from this lovely, uh, you know, Criterion version here. Yep.
0: So, yeah, I, I don't know. All right, so the drawing board is being rolled out in our award show edition, of course, but this time, drawing board, he's a menu. What do you want to order, Dan? He's got a lot of choices on him. Hmm. Hmm. How old is the Saint Saya that's been on there? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's caught daily. <laughs> Maybe once in a blue moon. Huh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, Tampopo, literally translating to Dandelion, is a 1985 Japanese comedy film written and directed by Juzo Itami and starring Sutsu, Sutomu Yamazaki, Noboku Miyamoto, Koji Yakusho, and Ken Watanabe. Oh, okay. This as well, yeah. another connection. Uh, the publicity for this film calls it the first ramen western, a play on the term spaghetti western. Films about the American Old West, made by Italian production studios. Of course. So other thing we enjoy uh Juzo Itami was born uh Yoshishi oh my gosh I can't pronounce this Yoshiro Yoshishiro, Yoshishiro Ikiuchi, um May 15th 1933 and he died on December 20th 1997 he was a Japanese actor screenwriter uh, and film director, he directed eleven films, one short and ten features, all of which he wrote himself. Okay. So, it it Tommy's debut as a director was uh, a movie called Oso Shiki, The Funeral, in nineteen eighty four, at the age of fifty. Um, this film proved popular in Japan and won many awards, including Japanese the Japanese Academy Awards for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Screenplay. However, it is with his second movie, the 1985 Noodle Western Tampopo, that earned him international exposure and acclaim. Okay. Um, he directed a little bit of everything in his films, including Yakuza plotlines, um, an analysis of the Japanese healthcare system, and the Taxing Woman franchise, which starred his wife, Noboku Miyamoto, who we'll see in this Movie as well, um, where this role that she played in these taxing woman movies would go on to be, like, a Japanese pop culture icon staple. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, so, like, yeah. it, it cemented her stardom, and it's, like, she plays such, like, an optimistic housewife. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't help but enjoy and love her. Okay. So it's, like, a spirit of, like, Japanese camaraderie, nationalism, that, like, you know, just a strong female character. Well, yeah, trying to, we, you know, we've had plenty works of Works two those, jobs, yeah. supports the kids, single mom. (laughs) Yeah, and we have seen
1: a few of those in anime, so... Yep.
0: Um, Just to name a few of his films, not to mention his acting and writing work. Um, Interestingly, I mean, I always have to point this out, is the way that Itami died. It is quite... The scandal, actually. Tommy mm-hmm. uh, died on December 20th, 1997 in Tokyo after falling from the roof of the building where his office was located. On his desk was found a suicide note written on a word processor stating that he had been falsely accused of an affair and was taking his life to clear his name. Two days later, a tabloid magazine published a report of such an affair. However, no one in Tommy's family believed that he would have taken his life or that he would have been, uh, you know, would be mortally embarrassed by a real or alleged affair. In 2008, which, you know, is a little bit recent, uh, a former member of the Gotogumi a yakuza group told a reporter Jake Adelstein, uh, "We set it up to we set it up to stage his murder as a suicide. We dragged him up to the rooftop and put a gun in his face. We gave him a choice: jump, and you might have to you might live or uh, stay, and we'll blow your face off. He jumped. He didn't live. So that might have been the yakuza taking his portrayal of them a little bit negatively." In some of his movies. But it's a strange situation. No, that is... That is insane. Yeah, I... I... I,
1: We... I don't know... We haven't dabbled in a lot of stuff that gets into the Yakuza. Yeah. But... Because my only... My only, like... In terms of, like, branching trivia that I've ever looked into them... Mm -hmm. Is, like, the Yakuza games. (laughs) Yeah. Which... Sometimes they lend their like approval to Mm -hmm. like they like oh yeah that's what we would do like Mm -hmm. but i i I don't know if that's because those are such like a dramatized you know goofy action oriented whatever version but it is that's very recent and that's very crazy that 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 was his fate Mm -hmm. like like how what film was it that I, I, that, uh, don't, I don't I don't know. Yakuza. He
0: d- he did do a few Yakuza movies. I think the Yakuza is briefly shown in this film too. Okay. But like it's only one or two members of them. So I think it was just like maybe he was hamming them up a bit. I mean, from what I see from his experience, maybe if that's even the case, we don't know. Yeah, like maybe he had some dirt on someone or owed. We'll,
1: we'll dig into that. Yeah. That's <laughs> I No, that's crazy. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh but a little bit more on Tampopo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The film was intended to be a parody of American overdramatic movie plot lines, both drama and comedy, so very telenovela, very uh, soap opera-esque. And mm-hmm. um, that's Roger Ebert gave the film four to four stars, commenting uh, that, like the French comedies of Jacques Tati, in a bemused meditation on human nature in which one humorous situation flows into another offhandedly, as if it were uh, as if life were a series of smiles. So, beautiful praise. That Mr. reminds Ebert. me of the description for Walk On Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But night is long yeah. walk on girl um hal hinson of the washington post wrote the movie um the movie which atami calls a noodle western is a rambunctious mixture of the body and the sublime tempo is perhaps the funniest movie about the connection between food and sex ever made Okay, so, something to look forward to. Uh, Tempopa has received unanimous praise from critics with a 100% approval rating, an average score of 8.53 out of 10 from Rotten Tomatoes based on 52 reviews. The site's critical consensus states, thanks to director Juzo Itami's offbeat humor and sharp satirical edge, Tempopo is a funny, sexy, affectionate celebration of food and its broad influence on Japanese culture. Uh, Tempopa received two Japanese Academy Awards for Best Editing and Best Sound, In the United States, it was nominated for the Independent Spirit Award and Best Foreign Film and a National Society of Films Critics uh, Award. uh, USA for Best Screenplay and Best Director. Um, The 2008 American-Japanese movie The Ramen Girl, in which a girl displayed by Brittany Murphy, learns how to make ramen, contains many references to Tampopo, including a cameo by Tsutsumo Yamazaki. Okay. Um, So there's that interesting connection. And a number of ramen restaurants around the world have been named Tampopo as a tribute to this okay. movie as well. So it is a sphere um, of influence and in Japanese and American culture, spans the globe. Um, and lastly, before going into watching this and introducing some of the cast, I just want to say, like, throughout the movie, it's comprised of interstitials, kind of like skits and vignettes as the main plot line is going on. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to think about some of the questions that I have written in my notes here in regards to food. And humanity. Okay. So there's a lot of... We're going to stop. We're going to take a break as we discuss the plot. And we're just going to discuss a few things that I want to talk about. By all means. By all means. Uh, So our major cast, we got Tsutsumo Yamazaki as Goro. uh, Nobuko Miyamoto as Tempopo. Koji Yakusho as Man in White Suit. Ken Watanabe as Gun. uh, Rikia Yasoka as Pisukin. uh, Kinzo Sakura as Sohei... And that is our major cast, but it is full of a lot of other zany one-off characters that mm-hmm. have a lot of cameos from Japanese film, too. We got a few directors playing uh, one-line roles. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just a love letter to Japanese cinema. Of course. And that's as much as I can say. Yeah. So, anything to anticipate?
1: I I don't even know what to visualize <laughs> in my head with this. Mm. Um, I'm assuming I'm going to walk away hungry. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we got some frozen white
1: castles. <laughs> Yum. But, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, obviously, you You have talked this movie up a lot. Yes. I, it, it sounds like this was, you know, kind of like, just like a creative dynamo in terms of this, this director, his life, and what this movie has meant to people. I, I, I'm very excited to sit down and watch it.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, so without further ado, I smell something in the air, and no, it's not me, Dan. It's delicious ramen cooking. I hope. Mm. I hope too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Is that a squid or a kid? Mm. <laughs> it's foam. <laughs> All the leaves are Anime was not a mistake. We're back, and we just watched Tempo. We did. Damn! What did you think? I think
1: everyone should see this movie. Yeah, it is a Ooh. it is a delightful, just nice, like life affirming little movie.
0: You're not just saying that because it's my birthday, are you? No, no, I
1: don't <laughs> think so. No, <laughs> I've had other occasions to to suck up to you, but I, you know, this is this is genuinely a. I don't know, it's just a very pleasant little movie. Mm-hmm. And, well, not a little movie, like, pleasant, I mean, obviously this thing has had a pretty huge impact, yeah. but, um, no,
0: it's just, it's just a very, like, you come away feeling, like, warm after yeah. watching this. Yeah, and I, I get that too, that's kind of why I like it. It's a very home-style movie. It, and I just, I, I don't, I don't know what,
1: because sometimes when I go into, to like, movies from the 80s, you don't expect this level of, like, joy from them. Yeah. It's a weird thing to say, and I don't know if it applies to, but, like, I'm always worried when, when I go into, like, an 80s be it, like, a comedy or, like, a rom-com, that there's going to be, like, some very sad downturn at the end. And
0: there kind of is for, like, some of the plot
1: lines. Like, they have that 80s
0: melodrama in there.
1: Yeah, but it's it's kind of, it never overwhelms the rest of the, like, the the good stuff. I think it's a very
0: joyous film. Yes. Like, you watch it to feel human, we can all relate to food. Yes. Um... I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm glad you seemingly have done so as well. No, certainly. I I strong recommendation for for our
1: viewers to check out this movie. Yeah, very much so.
0: All right. Well, with that, I'm glad for your praise. But it, shall we get into the plot? Oh, I, I'll oh, note as something say. Especially
1: in the mm. summer. Yeah. While
0: we're moving. Oh yeah, it's a summer movie. While
1: we're moving from spring into summer. I think that this this film, uh, in terms of like how it's set up, is is very much like a, a summertime movie. Yeah,
0: no, because it's yeah. like in I I assume it's summertime Japan. Yeah, right or spring. I know their seasons are a little bit different than ours, but it, it, it's yeah. It again I I would be good anytime. Yeah, but
1: you're it's gonna call to mind like you know outdoor eating and stuff. And this is definitely
0: like a, a comfort watch. Yeah, like comfort food. Of having some mozzarella sticks. Oh, we'll get to comfort food. Of course. I've got a lot of questions prepared. I don't know if you took a look at our notes, but I, I'm going to ask Dan a few questions about this film. And I have some answers prepared, I think. I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad. All right, so shall we get into the plot? hmm So here's our recap notes. In a crowded movie theater, a young Yakuza boss, all dressed in white, and his lover, also dressed in white, arrive. Yeah. And uh, they break the fourth wall. Talking to us, it's 80s Japan, very clear with the fashion... And what they're saying, I love it. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with it. There's like gaudy pearls. There's gauze. And to
1: clarify, in terms of the implication that he's a, a, a yakuza boss, it's mm-hmm. kind of like he has a bunch of like henchmen who yeah. come in and set up his table for. Like he uh, has like a lobster. Uh, uh, yeah. he's in the front row eating yeah.
0: lobster thermidor. On
1: on a little table with champagne served yeah. with it, and it's like, you know. It's
0: wonderful. Like, th- this is yeah. how I imagine movies going in yes. my cinematic mind. But uh, he can't stand when people eat loudly during movies, and he addresses the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you do that, then I might have to kill you at the end of this movie. Yeah, don't crinkle bags. Yeah.
1: I would agree, but if not for that, we never would have had our Skittles story. So that's, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: we'll have to recount that in a second, but uh, it's an effective Alamo Drafthouse ad. Mm-hmm. I think this could be played right before the movie. With no, no editing. Yes. And be effective in that way. Um, I hear that you're... And then he mentions, like, I hear that your life flashes before your eyes like a movie before you die.
1: Yes. And the last an, movie
0: you watch. Yeah, very, yeah. very important. I hope this happens when I go, that I see everything that's been <laughs> tossed before me. But it is a belief that I hold true. And it's like a final film. And mm-hmm. to see that final film would be beautiful, mm-hmm. is the thing. And then my first question of the night, Dan... Dan, how do you feel about people eating during movies? <laughs> I don't like it. You don't like it? I love eating during movies. I mean, I I try to control my volume during it. I'll give you that, but we wouldn't have that Skittle story. We wouldn't have had the Skittle story. So, care to uh,
1: dissect we... that Skittle story? Okay, um, we, at some point in the distant past, we went no. to see a movie. Frozen. W- Frozen. Uh, no, it wasn't... F- I didn't see that in theaters. It
0: was Frozen. It was Frozen or Frozen 2. It was Frozen. It was Frozen. Was it? It was Frozen. Well, I had It have... was either that or Lord of the Rings. No, it was, it was one of the no, Hobbit it movies. It had to have been the Hobbit It was the Hobbit yeah, movie. I the first Hobbit never, movie. I
1: had never seen yeah. Frozen until...
0: No, no, no. You know that? what Frozen yeah. was? It was... Uh, Grants and John got so dry... Uh When they were eating their popcorn. Yes. So I I replaced that. But it was the first Hobbit movie.
1: Yes. So, uh, you know, obviously a a cinematic benchmark in and of (laughs) itself there. Uh, We went, we sat down, um, and and someone behind us had uh, sneaked into the theater an Mm -hmm. industrial size Costco bag of Skittles. So
0: large... Like, still pouring to I, this I, day
1: i think we had seen them walking yeah. in with him. Yeah. Like it like yeah. was, it was it was like a giant... novelty size it was like a, the size of a person yeah to feed like a party yeah um and the lights go like go dark the you know the the, the previews are starting everything's getting quiet i
0: thought it was during the movie maybe early very it was early... definitely during that butterfly scene. okay very early that's when it happened no no it was very early... late very late in the film was it? I remember, Dan. I remember they were in that tree looking for that butterfly. Okay, and that's when I heard it because I was like, "This is at like a cinema crux."
1: Okay, but to, to create the mise en scene, then it's it's yeah. at like it's at that stretch of the movie. Things are very calm. Things are very quiet. Yeah, no, no noise coming yeah. from the movie it's itself. Tense. Yep, and we hear the guy fiddling with the skittles bag. Mm-hmm. And he's struggling. Yeah, there is anger building. There is there is rage. Tension. Yeah, and eventually we hear him. We hear a tearing sound, followed by "fuck my skittles" and a cascade of the entire fucking
0: skittles. They bag. roll because it's on a rake stage. No, because it's on a <laughs> yeah. It was on a slightly slanted like, like a theater. Floor.
1: Yeah, so it was like a downward slope. And for like like a solid five minutes, these skittles in are like, tumbling. Are in a river, just flowing down the entire length of the theater. But that's partly why I love it. It's like we wouldn't have gotten mo- moments have like gotten that if, nuts if nuts no one was allowed to eat in the theater. And I believe I it was either you or Grant leaned over and said that
0: was the whole bag. Ooh, like <laughs> it was so the whole bag. I think it was Grant, but I mean. That's partly why I love eating during movie. We have that like that medieval thing of like being entertained while we're eating, and I constantly do that. Like I'll put on a YouTube video and I'll eat food during it. I well, well, yes, I well, like a home movie viewing. Yeah, experience, but even I, in the theater, I'm like, I mean, I would love when I'm seeing like a theatrical show on Broadway if mm-hmm. I had like a whole chicken eight piece. But I say la vie.
1: I have a system where if I get snacks, I usually eat them in the build-up, Be it in that like uh, oh the like trailer, the, I don't like the that. The trivia though. section. No, not even the it's trailer. Too much, much. It's like the, early on. Like, I'm
0: hungry later th- during the
1: movie. The Maria Menounos <laughs> movie trivia section. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, and then you know that's that's when I get that out of the way. Um, but I just I don't like I don't like hearing mouth sounds. Yeah, yeah. especially not during thing. a movie. But I mean, it, I love
0: sucking everything down, so that's how different we are.
1: And sometimes yeah. there's, like, you know... Obviously, if you go into, like, a dine-in theater experience, that's I... one thing. Like See, when I they... don't like that!
0: That feels a little bit too bougie for me. And I'm bougie. Well, I but
1: the places that I've gone that, that do it sometimes work pretty well. Mm. Um, But, you know, that you're used to, because you're going... It's like a restaurant, but with a movie. Yeah. But in, like, a regular movie theater, it's like... Some decorum. Know, it just, str- it has just stresses had, yeah. me yeah. out. It's yeah. like there's like these sounds and smells and like parents, stressed out parents are coming back and they're yeah. handing out the snacks to yeah. the kids who are fighting over them, and it's a bunch of background noise. Yeah. But granted, and I, I need to so I don't sound like a like a fucking you know curmudgeon yeah. here. Yeah. I have not gone into like a cinematique experience oh, okay. where I was worried about any of this. Yeah. I, I do not care what happens while I'm watching doctor strange to the mom of madness <laughs> you didn't I, want I ice don't...
0: cream ice cream
1: <laughs> or like the super mario movie like i i, I...
0: have a mushroom
1: but i it, like, it's a movie that i'm really into and i want like peace while i watch it okay then that's what all i right. want. but I, I i extend that to all noises but i, I understand not... that but
0: i mean like if someone gave me a burger during any film i'd be fine with that just handed like, you I, a burger from i right love there. i love eating during film Okay. So, you mm-hmm. know, different mm-hmm. strokes for different folks, Dan. Yeah, by all means at I home, ask, but yeah. Yeah. in public, <laughs> keep that shit in line, <laughs> is all I ask. Yeah. Um, so let's continue with the plot. In the pouring rain, a pair of Japanese truckers, Goro and Gun, mm-hmm. uh, get the heroes at it. <laughs> Yes. During this, Goro always in his cowboy hat. He felt very Indiana Jones to me. I was like, "Damn, we'll notice this probably,
1: certainly." Yeah. And and Gun
0: has his uh, neckerchief. Yep,
1: ne- like that makes him look like a common writer. Yep. <laughs> so
0: yep. uh, Gun is reading a book. Yes, <laughs> which we will pronounce that word like that every time on this podcast. Never seen that word on. spelled out before. Yeah, no explanation needed. Uh, where a young man is talking to an old man about the best way to eat ramen. Yes, and that's like our first like Family Guy segue. It's like, we get this old man appreciating the ramen, saying that you have to, like, put the pork to the side. Well, in the context is, I believe that's that's Ken Watanabe, right? I, yeah, I guess. It, in I'm that
1: scene, Sure, he, why not? It's... Ken Watanabe... You would recognize, so... ...is the author of the book, and he is, like, a food journalist mm-hmm. who has sought out a ramen master who is, like, an elderly man who is... Trying to show him the proper way to
0: eat and enjoy ramen. Yeah. And there's all these rules that he has. Yeah, like, you know, you stare at the meat while you're eating, you apologize to it, you put it to the side, and then ramen... Submerge you it slurp, partially. but you take your time. Keep your eye on the meat yep. the entire time. Yep.
1: But then, it like, with comedic elements, because he's like, oh, why did you just, like... Tap the meat on
0: the side. Now I'm just draining the liquid off.
1: Yeah, so it's, you know, and then I think even the old man, like, laughs about that, but it's yep. like... They're going into this, like, th- this we can assume is their only expertise is that they are truckers who frequently stop at ramen shops. Yeah. And one of them has been reading, like, a foodie book. Yeah. About ramen. Yeah.
0: So this makes Goro and Gun hungry, so they stop at a hole-in-the-wall ramen shop. Uh, they see a young boy being beaten in the pouring rain, mm-hmm. as it often does, and I was like, this is another Dan Trope. It is. Where a boy is beating by schoolboys, boys. <laughs> yes. You gotta stand up to him. Yeah, and he points out where he lives. It is appropriately the ramen shop. They all enter, and they see that this ramen shop is a bit of a dive, and we meet the mistress, Tempopo.
1: Yes, and the boy is Tabo. I don't yeah, know if you... Uh, Tabo,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, his mother... Uh, and the widow Tampopo. Uh, this place is a dive. A big, burly, bluto-like man, Piskin slash Ken, emerges mm-hmm. and is like, you know, why don't I marry you and take you to Paris, and you can be escaping all this? I'll buy you furs and diamonds.
1: And, well, yeah, and it's clearly that they're not like him and his his gang of. <laughs> we later learn that they're not bad dudes. No. Like they're no, they're just. They're just- Trying to get
0: some ramen. <laughs> like, they're, all.
1: they're contractors, but they're, like, nobody is enjoying the food. Yeah. Like, I think Ken is just drinking, and then the other guys are, like, you know.
0: Yeah. They're...
1: Right off the bat, Gunn, I think, even notices, oh, like, the water is, is not boiling the properly. The water? The water is not <laughs> yeah. boiling properly. I love yeah. that
0: for you, yeah. Yeah. The water... It's not boiling property. And we know a lot about that here. That's, <laughs> yes. that's
1: Some say that's the key to our pizza dough. <laughs> <It's>,
0: um, <laughs> he's got some cronies in tone to spice this place being a dive. Uh, she knowing nothing about good ramen. Tempopo is a beacon of positivity. Yes. So we can agree on that. She is thoroughly like enamored with life. She just wants to do her best. Mm-hmm. She just wants to please people around her. Yes. And you know that's a good trait to have. I I, I love Tempopo. I think she's a beacon of light in this film, certainly she she does some bad things, but you know she she like, realizes the wrong in her ways. Yeah, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Tabo is always getting beaten up by bullies. Uh, Peacekin is negging Tampopo mm-hmm. about coming to France and buying her off, uh, which offends Goro and Gun. Old school ramen shop brawl. So, like, he throws, uh, Goro throws some uh, Naruto at her,
1: uh, at at, Ken's face.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then the fight is on. Yes. And they're like, we're not going to fight in this establishment, we're going to take it outside. It
1: spills out into the street.
0: And we get, like, the first soap opera shot where, like, you know, the Tampopo and the child are watching. This brutal fight. This brawl is going on. And I was like, this is great.
1: Off screen. It's happening in the street. We only see Tampopo and Tabo reacting
0: to it. Uh, the next day, Gun comes to retrieve Goro, who got his ass kicked from the night before. <laughs> it's like, that's a very Dan trope right there. And slept at Tanpapo's home. Tanpapo prepares them an amazing Japanese breakfast full of, like, tofu, mm-hmm. soup, rice, everything. So she can clearly cook. Yes. But, uh, you know, maybe ramen isn't her specialty. And we learn a little bit about her. And, and Tabo
1: is kind of bonding with, with Goro. Yeah, he's wearing his... the,
0: the cowboy hat. Yeah. He's like, you know, you, he's learned his math or whatever. His yeah, numerators. he's and not good at things. it, but he's, yeah. he's learning it. Yeah. Uh, and then Tanpopo asks, like, you know, since you're here, you're honest men. Can you tell me if my ramen is good? Mm-hmm. They're like, hmm, well, you know, it comes from a good place, but it's not good.
1: Yeah, so, like, at, at first, um, they kind of just, like, come down to the restaurant with her, and they just give it to her straight, like, you know... Your noodles are sincere but they lack pizzazz. Yes
0: so there's there's something there's some elements missing there so then they try to like do the common trucker thing of staying for a bit Mm -hmm. and they're like oh well you know we can role play here so see how he's eating the ramen look at him yeah Why as he orders and after he orders to see how he's enjoying it why is he slurping the broth so fast
1: well yeah and also what kind of customer is he in a rush is he someone like is he a potential new customer that you could hook into coming back here regularly are they like a commuter who was just passing through like this is all this will inform how you should you know
0: so react to them then the pair leave on their truck but uh miss Tampopo begs them to stay like please please make me a disciple yes i want to learn how to cook ramen you two seem like the right pair for it and they're like fine we don't have anything to deliver at this point you could do this well she does say like in your free time so maybe they're like trucking back and forth we never see that. Though. They
1: they said, I think in the opening they say they're two hours away from their destination, so I don't I don't know, but yeah. they they're hauling something in a tank yeah. car, but we'll be gravy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. doubt. Uh they close uh popo and begin to train. They teach her how to ladle faster, how to move pots back and forth. It's very Olympian yeah. kind of training motif going on here. So
1: yeah, and then they're like, Oh, if you you need the stamina to keep up with professional chefs, so She's doing, like, a rocky slash, up, yeah. like, punch-out yeah. jogging thing. Yeah. It's like you gotta, you know, strong mind and body will make you a strong ramen chef. Yeah, and so, it's it's yeah. cute.
0: Like, yeah. and this is another trope that we love uh, here. So, um, so while they're training, of course, um, Goro is, like, blowing the whistle, like, run faster to build up your stamina. Yeah. And this is like the Dan Jonathan dynamic. It's like I'm running as fast as I can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> toot toot. And then we see these Japanese businessmen go into this fancy French restaurant in our yeah. first vignette.
1: And it th- like similar to the other vignette, is a kind of like they cross paths with Goro and Tempo- Tempopo Tempopo. Tempopo. Um, but then we the camera stays with them and yeah. follows them to uh. this very very fancy, like private dining room at a French restaurant.
0: Yeah. Uh, the senior members wait for the director to order, but the junior member reveals himself to be a bit of a foodie during this moment.
1: I, I want to talk about this scene. Yeah, I, I want to love cause, that because it's a very, it's it's a very, it's a very, it is a just tremendously well done scene. Mm-hmm. So they all come into the room, and the youngest business partner stumbles and like drops. He's carrying his all
0: like the bags for them, yeah.
1: And you know he gets like scolded by like the, the his one boss literally slaps him in the back of the head. Yeah. So we we think that the dynamic here is that he's going to be like the bumbling one, uh, who's like not as smart as the others. Well, were. he's Isn't, like the junior. Yeah, right? he's not yeah. treated yeah. as well. Yeah. So the we see that the menu is written exclusively in, in French and English, Mm -hmm. and then based on, like, how the camera interacts with the young guy's eyes, we think that he can't read English and French for a second, like, for, like, a split, like, you think that he's nervous about having to order this here, Mm -hmm. but then it kind of turns that on its head, and it's, like, the other gentlemen with him don't know the complexities no. of the menu either. No. They're like, "Oh, I'll have the filet same thing of soul. that the boss is having." Yeah. With yep. with maybe a beer and then the consommé. Yeah. Yeah. And they all do that in succession. The same order. And then he is like oh is is this prepared in like it is in this one yeah like, like the French and, style right yeah. like yeah and they like, confirm oh it. I know
0: this this cook it must have trained here before
1: yeah and he orders like an apple and like something uh, salad. walnut salad uh, yeah. and then uh, you know escargot mm-hmm. and it's kind of like you know so he was he he's was got a, a sophisticated
0: palate yes. going on there um, I have to ask though Dan are you passionate about food and drink I. I would say yes. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm.
1: I I, I I am very much enjoy food. I mean, I don't... I I love a food, I love a
0: drink, I love a fun little drink.
1: Now, I don't get to experiment with it very often, but I'll never turn down trying new stuff. Do
0: you think you have a sophisticated palate?
1: I would probably say no, Mm. because I've simply not dabbled in fancy food enough. Okay. Like... At best, I have tried some fancier like fish. You've had the Wendy's late night edition, right? I have had the Wendy's late night edition. I have not had the Spider Verse red dyed <laughs> Whopper yet, but I, probably soon. Yeah,
0: I, I I think I also consider myself a sophisticated palate. Mm-hmm. Like I can taste those little flavors. I think I should have been a sommelier mm-hmm. uh, with the wine and a little bit of a different life. Maybe I'll go back to school for that. I don't know. Where does that start? Well, that would bring that would bring your
1: relation to a uh, Silen from Pokemon full yeah. circle. That I mean, was, honestly, that that's my dream role. That right was one there. of our f- the foundational pillars of our friendship. So that uh, I that I could tell my friends I'm assumed... a
0: sommelier and shut them up it's tasting time you knew it was coming yeah uh but that's going on this whole tasting and like this junior makes him well everyone's considering him an ass Mm -hmm. despite like ordering his own individual order in that that french restaurant Mm -hmm. um well yeah they get comical they get comically like red red faced yeah Yeah, yeah. and i was like oh this is like the first trope that we have here
1: so it kind of it's it's like again it's like playing with just like filmmaking for a second. Yeah. They're all they're all either really angry or really steamed or really embarrassed. And it's we, like a
0: commentary on the working hierarchy that yeah. I have down here. It's like the seniors will be embarrassed if the juniors outclass them. Yeah, in any way. I was like, oh, that's great. I love that thinking about that. It's wonderful. And as I said, like one of my birthdays will be a a, a culinary like curated version of this film. Yes, with like why everyone's eating spaghetti or whatever. Then you're eating that as well.
1: And I think technically the seating arrangement, yeah, because they all
0: sit at this uh,
1: different times, and yeah. the the orders are taken in what we can assume is the order of the like hierarchy. seniority. Yep. yep. Because I, I I remember it was a thing. It was a trope in some movie, but it's like. In some countries, the most important person enters first, but sometimes the most important person in other countries... Enters last. And I think that when the briefcase guy is stumbling in, like, that's why the one guy sits down before him, Mm -hmm. but... The most important guy does enter last yes so, yeah
0: so then we get this wonderful segment full of a movie full of wonderful segments we get these japanese ladies taking a class in manners mm-hmm. and as the waiter is walking through you know that that happens but another ne- um another man is listening into this and slurping up his spaghetti yeah and the japanese ladies are trying to be like you know in our culture it's okay to slurp but in different cultures across the world they should not hear a sound mm-hmm. while you're slurping the spaghetti yeah And they proceed to do so in a very comical scene where they're like, oh, you know, you don't make a sound, but then they hear this man slurping away. And we should note, uh, he's like, he's
1: like, I I assume he's like an American tourist who's there at this restaurant. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Yeah. and then they're like, oh, he's having so much fun eating the food, and they start slurping. And then I have to ask Dan, like, you don't like the slurping, but I do. Yeah, I don't. You know, we're very different. I'm, I'm better. Uh, you know, you've got that mesothemioma, whatever it's called. That's not that, but yeah, yeah. No, I don't <laughs> have mesothelioma. No. I have the other. Yeah.
1: I do. I do it's not, close.
0: It's close to that.
1: I I'm not gonna look it up. But. Do not like eating sounds. Better, mm. better seen
0: not heard. I disappear into the shadows.
1: Yeah. Eat. So. Or um, I try to, but
0: yeah. But they they continue to slurp. It's a very mm-hmm. comical scene. They're like yeah. yum yum yum.
1: And the Jonathan lady, whose fashion you envied, yeah, I is, is I just, need that
0: outfit, that gold scarf and gold lamé outfit. She's I need that. Just flustered because yeah. she's lost control. But then of she the succumbs. She's like, you know, everyone yeah. else is doing it. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we're <laughs> fine. Um, but uh so elsewhere our yakuza men all in white mm-hmm. and our lady all in white they're getting room service as uh, this uh maitre d brings live shellfish to the room. Once well more. another
1: round of of like yeah. another huge cuz they already have like empty plates and stuff in yeah. there so it's like another huge they've, serving of food. They've
0: had it again and like you know they we get that this couple has their sexual kicks with food. Yeah,
1: they they are uh, gastronomically uh, you know <laughs> horny. aroused. Horny. They- <laughs> gastronomically horny. And they they just are having fun with it. Yeah, do some things with some live
0: shrimp. Yeah, and Dan taught me that like if you put certain shellfish in oh. vinegar, they just fucking die or whatever. Well, your
1: your summary says live shrimp. Um, I don't. Well, I know. I know live. Yeah. I know sometimes it's like octopus or when they come in contact with like. Well,
0: that they vin- might not be live. Maybe they're dead, and that happens. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but they're they're doing things with the shrimp. Yeah. Um, she's dipping her like boob in the cream cheese. Boob <laughs> the in cream The cream fresh. cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Suckling at the teat of cream fresh. Lemon and salt. Yeah, nipple? on the on the nipple. Yeah. Have you ever had a salty nipple, Dan?
1: You going to be a name for a drink. You want to have one?
0: <laughs> we could make, right make that a drink. We could come yeah. up
1: with a cocktail for that.
0: I love that. I put breast in the shipped cream. I meant whipped cream, mm-hmm. but I was taking this notes at a different time.
1: But this is like their whole thing. This yeah. is what they are. And, yeah.
0: I mean, I appreciate them. Like, they found someone who loves the other person in that way. Like, I like them.
1: And then when I... Later on, when we get their flashback for them, it does explain it. It's like these two bonded over food. Well, is it a
0: flashback? It could be a different lady, too. We don't know. That's true. That's true. I'm not not actually sure. Yeah. Because
1: his love interest has very 80s hair, so I can't tell... And she's
0: very young. Yeah. And he looks the same age, so it's hard to determine. Uh, But Tampopo and Goro begin scoping out the other ramen shops around town. Mm -hmm. In a very Dan Jonathan move. It's like, oh, we gotta look at the competition here. Uh, The three dragons are popular but inefficient. Can't remember who ordered what. Uh, Another place exchanges water without a word. Great broth. Broth is the soul of ramen. Mm -hmm. We have down Uh, a train side stand with a chef who has quirky... uh, has to quickly memorize orders yeah i i like the sequence because it's something that you like you can play along at home with mm-hmm. it's like do you remember the orders that they were placed in I, yeah I, I like this and and, and tampo
1: tempoco herself Tempopo. Tempopo herself uh kind of shows her own yeah. like skill because she's, she's like, like no
0: the wonton ramen becomes before the large ramen over here and than that. No,
1: but it is—it is like a—it is like a skill because she's like, oh, I'm not—I'm not worried about matching faces to dishes. Just remember the order that okay. they're all in, yep. and then you know the customer will come claim it when you announce it. So just—just yeah. just remember that pork ramen followed by. The, ramen, large, ramen by, by by the large, large ramen by the small
0: ramen by the snoo stew. By the petite ramen. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's a good little scene. Yeah, I, I do like that. It's very kind. It's like, it feels like this ramen chef owner was like, come watch me. And yeah. I'm fine with that. And I was like, oh, well, we need more of that in cinema. Probably in Barbie. Yeah. It's like, come watch me perform. I like that. Uh, but Tampopo can do this easily memorizing. Uh, like me at the window factory I put down. Mm-hmm. This is exactly my window factory. Big window, factory.
1: small window. Bay window. That, that's not
0: how it works, Dan. But big window, small window. Car window. What size? What this? We don't do car windows. Only house windows.
1: Uh, Amityville Horror House hexagon window. Yeah. Um, what yeah. other kind of windows?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the crowd applauds. Tempopo. Tempopo asks for a broth ref- recipe for like another person, but uh, that's a competitor secret, so I won't give that away.
1: Yeah, and then he, he's like, oh, well, if you lend me like a billion yen as a loan... Yeah. Uh, then I will like show you how to do it. Yeah, you
0: know, and mm-hmm. it'll, you know, but this old man is sitting across the counter, and he's like, you know, I got a better deal for you. Yeah, just give me like thirty thousand yen.
1: Yeah, and you know, you'll get the same thing.
0: Yeah, and it's very shady and funny. It's like this old man has been waiting all day for this to happen, mm-hmm. and then the night comes. You know, she she arrives at this establishment. She His crawls store, through the yeah. wall. Uh, Like, the lower door. She sees these two people just sitting there smiling. Yeah, it's like a little, like, secondhand
1: shop, and it's Mm -hmm. filled, like, the walls are covered in clothes. And, like, the guy parts, like, some coats that are on the wall, and they, like, go into a crevice that's in between that store and then the ramen shop. Yeah. uh, So that she can spy on the guy making his broth. And
0: she sees that he puts, like, a whole chicken in his broth, which Dan and I were like, is that expensive? Do you know? That might be less expensive cuz you have to like dis- dismember the chicken. Well, I would assume you have to do it daily though. Yeah, well, so... you need at least multiple chickens for yeah. per day but I guess. But that assume. would be
1: you would be up really early, you would get all the poultry and then but I don't know. I've never <laughs> owned a restaurant so <laughs> Yeah. But I'm assuming that it's yeah. Yeah. Broth has to be fresh daily. So, so. she
0: realizes re- this recipe and then her and Goro are getting found out by the three dragons. They yes. show up at that and they're like, you know, why didn't you finish this? Who doesn't order ramen when they're not hungry? Mm-hmm. And she's like... Mm-hmm.
1: And, and they go into like... You know, Goro and her start like breaking down why their ramen is bad. Like, oh, yep. Yep. you're using like musty ingredients, and the vegetables <laughs> that you're using to cover up the smell of those ingredients are too sweet. Yeah, and you're not like like the broth is foamy, and it's like y- y- this list of of yep. criticisms, yep. Yes. harsh I mean, criticisms to them. So. And
0: they say like, we'll challenge you then if you think you're gonna make the perfect home style ramen. Yeah, then you know we'll see you tomorrow. And they're all panicking. They're like, fine, we could do that. Yeah. But uh, Tampopo and Goror, the next day are shown in the same outfits, which I have to mention, Tampopo has very Shelley Duvall energy. She does. From The Shining. These are very accurate outfits. She has gingham on gingham. Well, gingham on dots. On uh, dots. Yeah. Gingham on dots.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I Every outfit uh, a Shelley Duvall painting.
1: That, I feel like that would be the name of one of your albums. Would be Gingham on Dots, but Gingham, I,
0: Gingham on Dots. I, yeah. yeah,
1: who's who's to say?
0: Yeah, but is that the name of the song though? I could do that.
1: It'd be like a I'll yeah. take that
0: on. Yeah, but, Gingham
1: on Dots. You know, they're they're in the morning where the challenge is happening, and to uh, Tampopo's horror, uh, the broth is foaming. Horror! Horror! <laughs> horror. The uh,
0: pronounce the R Dan Horror! Water! Horror!
1: We're not. We got no time for this. <laughs> Uh, mm. The broth has foamed over because she let it boil too long,
0: yeah. and you know she's panicking. These people show up and they fucking beat the crap like they're trying to kill her. Yeah, like they hold Goro
1: back, and then they're like uh, the trying main, to strangle her
0: over the broth.
1: Yeah, the main like uh, Irish hat guy like is the holding the tamashanter.
0: Dan, come on, you well, know your other Irish guy hats. has no, a tam- yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Ken has a Tamishanter, yeah. but that's tam- yeah. not even a tam- that's the that's a. Uh, Oh, it's, it's like
0: a bookie or whatever. What, yeah. What is it called? Uh, um, newsboy cap.
1: Yeah, and yeah. he, you know, she's, he's like holding Tampopo against like the <laughs> counter, making her face the broth. But it is thankfully just a nightmare. Yeah. Tampopo is stressed. She
0: wakes up. She realized I shouldn't have copied this recipe. She pours out the broth on like the floor. Yeah. It's like, you know, I've done wrong. So I'm doing my own way. We can't do it this way. My way! way! <laughs> <laughs> Don't sing that. But, um uh, okay so uh goro must call on a sensei at this yeah. point so he sees like, that
1: no progress has been made with the broth so they gotta bring in sensei
0: so they head off to a bunch of unhoused people mm-hmm. that's right i said unhoused i know the term uh for a delicious meal and sensei used to be an ob-gyn yeah but it's his, it, it's but his, very Tokyo Godfather. And his like. wife
1: and son stole the practice from yeah. him, so now he... He but, cooks but he, ramen. He cooked ramen as a hobby yeah. prior to this, but now he does it, f- like, full-time for yeah. all the people And the then park. we
0: see how, like, the unhoused people, they're like, I swiped some beef bourguignon
1: and And talking about like just savoring whatever yeah food, food they can get. like
0: enjoying the food that you're given, like the the rich quality of like the expensive food. and And one
1: guy goes on this whole thing about how he found like a like a, a like a half empty bottle of um wa- like 80s wine, like French yeah. wine. Yeah. Um, and he was like, oh, Someone, like, threw this away because they didn't think it was a good year or whatever, yeah, but I but took it. But it tastes great. I decanted it, and we, like, savored every drop of it because it was uh, it was
0: actually a delicious wine. Yeah, so, so. living life to the fullest Yes. is uh, is the theme there. But uh, Tabo is fixed on an omuraisu, uh, mm-hmm. a rice omelet, which mm-hmm. looks great. And one of the ho- uh, unhoused people was like, come along, yeah. we'll do this. They be like they uh, they break into a ho- I, I mean, I seem like a, a hotel kitchen or something. Yeah, right? it was it was yeah. yeah,
1: it was some kind of like establishment, and yeah. they break in and we get
0: this Charlie Chaplin style like, or do, he's like <laughs>
1: cooking the the omelet. Yeah, um, and it it turns out delicious. I yeah. think yeah. As, as the security guard narrowly almost them. like catches yeah. them yeah very
0: cute though and then uh so goro is bar goro says that he's going to borrow the sensei for a while that knows how to cook the best and then they say like let's sing him off it's very heartfelt like i love this i love when someone gets sung off mm mm-hmm in like a japanese style mm-hmm. they're like you know thanks for the memories whatever it's very broadway mm-hmm. but i i love it so much and then we see that the yakuza boss and the mistress are listening in they're swapping raw egg yolks seductively Mm-hmm. well that's going well, on in there. their mouths they to have be their clear, yeah. they have their thing
1: they have their thing they're mm-hmm. passing the egg yolk and then finally she breaks Org- it
0: does she orgasm though Uh, did she reach a climax during that point
1: yeah that could be what that symbolizes yeah and then we like like they're passing the egg yolk to see who's gonna go first yeah and and, Mm -hmm. you know that again it's very very sensual food experience so
0: during like my my culinary cabaret we have to like all suck raw egg yolks back and forth through the mouth until someone
1: uh, you know what yeah we could mm -hmm. do
0: that I'd be fine with that. I don't know if everyone else would. Well, it's it's your house. So I don't know what to tell you. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's my thirty-fifth. <35th. laughs> We're gonna do what we want.
1: <laughs> um. But and this is flash when forward,
0: go. flash sideways, loss.
1: This is when yeah, he we get like maybe flashback maybe whatever maybe like to the yakuza boss uh asking a small girl who was catching oysters yeah um and oysters are of course an aphrodisiac
0: as you noticed yeah i'm glad
1: and uh like she he buys one off of her she cuts it open for him but when he goes to eat it it cuts his lip because it's a you know sharp shell
0: Mm, even more seductive
1: um and you know she helps him Like scoop it out and says like that he can eat it off of her hand, and then he does getting some blood on her like hand with the oyster in the process, Mm -hmm. but eats it. It's a very again sensual experience. We could if this is the same woman that he's been palling around with, Mm -hmm. then this could be the start of like their mutual food Mm -hmm. journey together. Yeah, we don't clearly this is this is like. Based on what happens later in the movie, this is clearly this guy's, like, lifelong adventure is is food-related stuff yeah, like food this.
0: food, sex stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, on a racing train, a man has a toothache. A young girl offers a whole steamed food set. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, can I get that on New Jersey Transit? Be yeah, well, i am taking that every day. wouldn't take it if it was offered so. <laughs> mm, I would. I'd do that. But at the dentist, the man is examined. And this is famous Japanese film director... Uh, Toshia Fujita known for the Laney Snowblood series of course Kill Bill so, Connection so without that we would not have that uh, but the man has toxic pulp gangrene with a rancid smell um, he starts with some ice cr- well the oh, dentist yeah, yeah. like fix it for yeah. him and then so yeah.
1: like you can go and eat, eat soft foods yeah soft foods yeah. only or start and with soft foods then he's
0: like I'm gonna have some ice cream
1: <laughs> uh, and he is enjoying ice cream in the park and um, And, you know, he sees, uh, like, a kid come up with, like, a little sign on his chest. Like, don't let me eat dairy. Yeah, don't give him sweets, he only (laughs) eats natural food. Um, But the the man... Which is like a
0: Japanese thing, they send their youth out to do things like that. Yeah, yeah,
1: as seen on that that Netflix show. Uh,
0: I love that Netflix show, yeah.
1: But, uh, you know, the old man kind of, like, takes pity on him and gives him the ice cream, uh, you know, so that the kid can enjoy it. And I would assume... That this was some little cute exchange, like, this for a while, this man hasn't been able to have the food that he wants to mm-hmm. have. Uh, this kid also can't have the sweets that he wants to have, yeah. so he's, like, helping out he's another human with, like, yeah. food. Yep, yeah. yep, yep.
0: Uh, sensei teaches Tan Popo about brewing the pre- perfect broth um, at the perfect heat for non-cloudy broth. Remove the scum. Yeah, well,
1: ideally, you don't want that to form at yeah.
0: all, so. And then they use an entire pig's head, which I'd be fine with. I've seen a pig decapitated before. That's fine with me.
1: Yeah, but Tampopo Tem- passes out briefly. Yeah. She
0: goes, oh no. You know. And then the gang eats out uh, sampling noodles. But as they do this, a rich older man enters the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And like his ward, his, his girl or whatever, goes mm-hmm. like, you can't yeah. eat specific things. His daughter, whatever. Yeah. He's like, like, you can't eat specific things. Don't eat those because last time you almost fucking died. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know what he does
1: as soon as she leaves orders all of those things and starts I, I i get the vibe that he's like competing with our main cast at the table adjacent to him because they're like slurping down all their yeah. food really fast yeah. and he hears that and he's like i'm gonna eat really fast too but he eats as you pointed out all of the sticky stuff
0: okay and then like the on staff he's choking and the on staff is like here we have this vacuum yeah we'll do the shovelets down his throat
1: yeah, they had, like, and they a shop vac. <laughs> yeah, and they, they
0: suck it out, and they're like, We did it! He lived, it's fine. Um, we got it.
1: But he does credit the main cast with, like, saving him because they, like, held him, like, up and, you know, gave him, uh, like, okay. Heimlich maneuver type of so stuff. They're so they're like,
0: Come join me at my estate for, like, a meal. Mm-hmm. And then we get probably the most catchable scene in this film where a softshell turtle is killed yes. on screen. Yeah there's no cheating that it happens <laughs> yes mm.
1: and it's not uh i don't know i guess in terms of like the artistry of making the food it's not the worst example of this like again i frequently reference uh, cannibal holocaust the yeah. one time i tried to watch that i had to turn that movie off because mm. of the animal abuse but at least it's quick it's it's quick and it's i I'm i'm assuming it's in there as like this is part of hopefully what...
0: it was just one take you know yeah that well I, to kill all
1: these turtles i it seems like everyone else here wasn't was professional enough to do yeah. it we would we would hope uh but yeah so they they have a soft shell turtle soup
0: yeah and we meet uh this rich guy's driver Sohei, who is also quite competent at making noodles mm-hmm. he's like you know as my youth i grew up across a ramen shop and i was uh, hooked so i like convinced the guy to give me his recipe, the, the noodles, yeah. yeah, like the appropriate recipe for noodles at that point. Uh, he joins the group, and we get a new name for the shop. It should be Tampopo yes. after Tampopo herself. Yeah, yeah, uh, what a name! Uh, the group watches Goro put up a quick sign, which is me during Dan drawing anything. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> how cute, how wonderful! He's trying.
1: Um. So they're they're still snooping, uh, <laughs> snooping as usual, snooping as usual. Uh, other competitors ingredients um and Tempopo like uses her guile and tricks a chinese cook into giving Mm -hmm. them the recipe for like their perfect ramen noodles she's like
0: you haven't rolled these today oh yes i did last night and wrapped them in plastic wrap well you know mm.
1: maybe you didn't roll them enough like no i did it like seven times like i always do yeah and he doesn't he doesn't really even think anything of it no oh and then to use 100% lye water yeah
0: uh, lie in the water with the noodles. I don't know how you feel about that. that I also poisonous. don't know
1: the content. I I don't. I'm assuming it's something to do with. How I took it's some lie.
0: That's how people were off themselves back in the day,
1: Dan. Well, yeah, but I, but I've never made ramen. So I. Yeah. Well, no, I've made ramen, but I. You'll made, have to
0: do that for my 36th, so. I've, I've, yeah, I've. I'll be instructing you to make that. I've consumed
1: ramen and I've prepared very cheap ramen, but I have never. I've never owned a ramen shop,
0: yeah. so that's uh, what you I mean. Haven't. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Goro is washing down his truck and is approached by Ken, who wants to sell things in a brawl. and I said, "This is a very Dan Grant moment." It is. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like,
1: oh, it, since we we kicked your ass last time, you might have been thinking that it was unfair like, yeah. because we you know we ganged up on you. So we figured, like, I figured I would come back. We would have a one-on-one fight uh, just so that we know it's like fair.
0: Yeah, and then they start duking it out, and I was like, oh, two men fighting over me. We see Tampopo like, flourishing more in her ramen restaurant, mm-hmm. and then we get a flashback to them just punching each other under the overpass, and I said, that's the perfect way Dan would want to fight. Yeah, they
1: they fight under the overpass, I think Goro ends it with a headbutt, yeah. and, you know, as they're kind of, they've settled things in the grass and uh you know at, at this point like ken kind of was like oh you're doing this because you're in love with tampopo right yeah. and and goro's
0: like nah nah yeah. i didn't even think about that just helping with the
1: ramen shop yeah and they Gora... exchange
0: blows it's bloody but they're far closer friends for it and
1: because they're closer friends ken offers uh because he is a contractor to remodel
0: yeah. the ramen shop yeah you wouldn't expect that huh Dan? no no Uh, But uh, as they approach the ramen shop, Tam Popo is horrified, but she sees the men are now friends. Um, And then he asks, like, Ken, or or Ken asks, like, how much does it cost here? How much you have settled the way? She's like, I have half of the price that we need to, like, remodel it. But he's like, yo, you can pay me back in a month if it's successful.
1: Yeah, if, like, business takes off at whatever a bowl, then you will easily be able to pay me back for it. So he's going to remodel the shop.
0: Yeah. And it, it's very cute. So then they're like, it, oh, we remodeled the shop, but now we have to remodel you. But before
1: that, there's also, like, because I, I like how each of these guys gets to, like, flex their knowledge in relation to this ramen shop. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like again, uh, Ken in his Tamishanther, he's like, you know, you don't think that he's... But he is actually quite skilled. Like, he sits down. He's like, okay, yeah. I'm going like, to rebalance. This is too high. Yeah, it's too high for Tampopo to, like, properly serve customers at. It's too high for her. This part of the counter is just, like, it's just big enough to hold a ramen bowl, but it feels very, like, constricted. So we're going to make it wider. You mm-hmm. need, like, at least, I think, like, 16 inches to properly enjoy ramen or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So it's like he's... They're all bringing their their specific knowledge to this uh, project here. Yeah.
0: So they realize that Tampopo is good, but she needs to be prettier. Mm-hmm. She's more marketable. So they say, "Hey, let's have a makeover."
1: Yeah, they they <laughs> they, they. I think this is I think this is Gun's contribution. Yeah. He gets like some young dudes to come. Yeah, in some
0: and, young dudes
1: to come in and give uh, Tampopo like a TV ready makeover.
0: Yeah, but she overhears like uh goro talking about her is like she's pretty no matter what she's like smitten by that but everyone else is like she's a bit homely yeah like we have to increase her her appeal Mm -hmm. for everyone but uh goro does hear this and is like oh she's beautiful no matter what they remodel her in like master chef style yes and he's impressed and then tampo was like want to see my other look Mm -hmm. and she has like a dating look she's like want to go on a date yeah and they do yeah Uh, for some fantastic looking barbecue Mm -hmm. that they do on like this grill yeah and like tampopo is like cutting it up for him but they then they both talk about their life the pair go closer they're like learning about like their past spouses and whatnot it's very cute and we get
1: like tampopo's thing about like you know why am i doing this you are my ladder yeah like everyone has a ladder that they're climbing up Some people don't know they have a ladder, sometimes it takes people a while to find their ladder, but you provided me with my ladder Mm -hmm. to to, to start, like, climbing.
0: So they're walking home in the pouring rain, even in the bath, the hat stays on.
1: Just a side note thing, Goro, we find out, is divorced uh, because he had a rough life, he tried to create, like, a warm and happy household, but didn't know how to... To maintain that yeah so his wife divorced him and took the kids and yes. he's like maybe i'm not destined to to settle down and have that so that's why he's a, a trucker going, by trade yeah. doing do like doing good deeds from town to town yeah. so
0: yeah and so you know even in the bath uh Goro's hat stays on mm-hmm. indiana jones and then we get them each touching their intimate underwear yes we're like Ooh, what's happening here yeah interesting So, another vignette at a store. Uh, A clerk is trying to stop a woman addicted to squeezing things. Yes. It's like, this is very appropriate. I know a lot of old women that do this.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, this seems to be, like, a universal thing that, that, like, every, like, it's, like, old, like, they're trying to find, like, the perfect piece of, like, food in a grocery store Mm -hmm. that, you know, the right firmness or whatever, and... This old lady has apparently been, like, a blight on this grocery store, Yeah. Um, but every time the, the clerk approaches her, she disappears, so yeah. he's got to, like...
0: And it's, like, part horror, part comedy, Yeah. which I love. It's, like, he's looking around corners sweating.
1: Yeah. He has to use stealth. He has to use Gollum stealth to get up to her.
0: Without the hair.
1: Um, of course. Just as she's about to squeeze some croissants, and he, like, hits her with a fly swatter, like, I gotcha.
0: No. Uh so doing one's job versus being a nuisance with food mm-hmm. uh, then we see a con man a kamada pickpocket enjoys a last meal at a restaurant before finally being apprehended. So we see this like old man that's like oh I'm a professor at this prestigious university. Mm-hmm. Like give me this like I'll, I'll give you like my my donation or whatever.
1: Well it's like a it's like a reverse because the when, when we open on this scene it's like this this elderly professor he's like oh you know in this like shifty con man in sunglasses is like you know this is a good investment you're a smart man but since so many people are going to want to invest in this you're going to have to like empty your bank account and give me that by like monday yep and And it's like a
0: cheat cheating a cheat
1: yes so like the like the 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 con man gets up to go uh you know call his partners about robbing this guy while he's doing that the so-called professor, like, tries to pickpocket his jacket. Yeah.
0: yeah, and he gets arrested, and he's like, oh, please, just let me have one more rap.
1: Like, oh, Kameda, yeah. you're doing One the... more
0: uh, Taco Bell quesadilla, please. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Anybody's like, oh, committee, you're doing the fake Tokyo tohoko professor again yeah y- you gotta stop you gotta yeah. change your ways
0: uh, so the next question is coming out of this segment but we see a man like as he's arrested this guy mm-hmm. um like storming through the streets rushing home mm-hmm. and we see that he arrives home to like his wife dying mm-hmm. and his kids hungry yes and we get this whole segment where he's like no don't die what will we do without you please cook the last meal yeah and the wife gets up she springs up and she's like, I'm going to cook one more thing. She does so in her dead body. She cooks like the rice or whatever, the fried rice, mm-hmm. and hands it off to the kids. And then as they're eating, she smiles and then dies. Yes. Which is a very solemn moment, but you know what happens there. And Dan, I have to ask you, what would your final meal be? I have to
1: know. I I did put a great deal of thought into this but the 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 I technically have two answers well if, the if answer, one or sister Margarita, if one of them could be like in one scenario it's like I have like a Star Trek food synthesizer that I could make anything mm-hmm. like any dish from my memory yeah, the
0: spy kids put in the microwave done or
1: something tangible that would have to be brought to me mm-hmm. uh so for any food I've ever had in my life uh it was a dish that my grandmother made. Mm, was, I'm getting to that too. Yeah, she uh, she made these like German meat patty things mm-hmm. with like onions and other seasonings in them. Usually served them with like mm. mashed potatoes, some vegetable. That would be my all time favorite meal. Mm. Uh, if it had to be something that could go and be collected on demand, I technically, mm. I technically have two answers for this. Mm. I don't know if the interesting technically yeah. One would be fish and chips from.
0: Fish and chips.
1: From Keyport (laughs) Fishery down the state from us. Yeah. One of my favorite meals. Or
0: just a simple bacon cheeseburger from the diner (laughs) in my town. All right. Well, yeah. mine is a chicken parm pounded to thinnest that it could possibly be, mm-hmm. with some um, a spaghetti served al dente, mm-hmm. just a little bit of a gravy slash sauce, depending on how it pronounce. And then for dessert, a lovely New York style cheesecake. I didn't even think of dessert. That's how I would want to go, Dan. Oof. What would your dessert be, Dan? What would my dessert be? Yeah, you need a dessert. Come on, it's your last meal. My
1: last meal. What dessert would I pick? Um, uh, this this could be a terrible answer.
0: No. Follow your heart.
1: There was... I don't... I want to say it would be something like... <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm going to have to go with my most... Because ter- it was my most terrible gut instinct... Do you remember Chili's? I do, yes. Do you remember one of their desserts was that hot skillet cookie brownie with ice cream?
0: I yeah, do, unfortunately, yes, with I do.
1: Caramel and shit? Mm. Like, it was like- it was like Hurt my f-
0: teeth, that one did. Like,
1: 14,000 calories, yeah. a ser- like that. Wow. I'm, if I'm going out, I'm going out on a high note. Well, mommy. you know, you Whatever. want that, that
0: cookie. Yeah. No yeah. bad, that skillet cookie. Yeah, gotta have that cookie. <laughs> Uh, but yes, yeah, so that's our last meals. Mm-hmm. So you know, audience at that point. But uh, this housewife eats through the tears. She dies. And then we get the the topical, the sacredness of family meal time, gender roles, remembering loved ones through food. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to ask again. Do you remember a certain loved one through a... I mean, you just answered like your grandma prepared, the, pre- prepared these meat patties. Mm-hmm. Um, is that what you would remember for a loved one?
1: Her main dishes were... You know when she made them on special occasions were that um, and pot roast. She oh. would make pot roasts with this German pasta. You want if you want to call it. Mm. It's usually pronounced. I always said spetzleys. I think some people say spatzla or mm. something like that. But I it's be
0: the Italian pronunciation. It's these Spetzla. little
1: like potato uh, pasta things, mm. and then with red cabbage, brown Ooh. gravy usually. Okay. Um, but my and my mom also had like there's like a handful of like pasta dishes that she used to make that mm. I I I would consider mm. um up there in terms of favorite family meals. Okay. But, the, but my grandma was was an excellent cook.
0: Yeah, so. my grandmother was also too an excellent cook. Uh, and despite putting the she, one time she put floor cleaner in the rice pudding. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) want to think about that for a while i loved her rice pudding but one time she put floor cleaner in there we said oh no we should not eat that (laughs) and we did not but uh she was a mean pastor uh she made a a a wild lasagna Mm -hmm. at points but uh you know my grandmother's rice pudding for the one time when it wasn't floor cleaner in there yeah no certainly certainly. would be there there on the list
1: well uh, you know, uh, in terms of if I can add a dessert onto this, <laughs> yeah, my mom, al- my mom always makes this bakeless cheesecake thing. Yeah, uh, it is it is simple, but it is excellent. So mm. that that would be the dessert for that meal. Okay. Um, but it, you know, surprisingly, I, I need to make sure that uh, re- I retain some of these recipes into no, the future. So recipe, <laughs> recipes, yeah.
0: Uh, so we get Goro Gun Sensei Ken and Sohei. Uh, try tampopo's product which is improving but not the best yes at this point uh but still not there she apologizes but they all say it's great progress uh Sohei shares a recipe it is even better than before he's mm-hmm. like you know you should take these things and make it a house special
1: yes yep yeah so he ends up contributing like doubly to the yeah which is cool Get you know... some scallion soba Considering where he starts the movie, he, like, ends up being one of the biggest helpers. Yeah,
0: so. uh, Toba bats up his bullies for once, like, beats up his bullies for once. Yeah. And they all, are like, oh, you beat us up. We they, should be friends. Yeah, they're friends with him now. Yep. Uh, Tampopa rising. Uh, other ramen stands are losing out on their business, all according to Kekaku. Yes. Yep. Uh, Goro, Gun, Sensei, Ken, and Sohei are ready to try Tempopo's final product—the uh, pinnacle of what she's learned. She nervously watches and all ecstatically finish every last drop mm-hmm. of this meal. So she's clearly achieved what she wanted to achieve.
1: Yeah, and it's it, the, the you know it. The scene is it's so well done. It's like they all eat the ramen, uh, the, like in synchronized fashion. fashion they all yeah. slurp the bowl, yep. and then the light. In the in the in this yeah. previously the the ramen shop had always been very dimly lit, but then the sun suddenly like rises in the right spot and just lights up the entire counter, basically in the order that they're eating the you know yep. slurping the broth down uh, to signify that you know the ultimate ramen has been achieved. Like, even, like, Gun is sitting there and he, like, wipes his face because yeah. he's, like, so... And I noticed that engrossed. they're all... <laughs> uh,
0: they're all emphasizing certain things, like the master's, like, noticing the noodles or whatever. No, Sohei's noticing the noodles. And, and the, the master... master's noticing the broth. Yeah. 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 Because so. they're all things they specified in. Yeah. Yeah oh very very well done so they do that and then um ken is like you know it deserves a a home makeover edition Mm -hmm. so we're gonna knock this down we're gonna make it perfect yes and he does so with all the other men in like a lowered volume uh but while that's going on the yakuza boss all in white is gunned down at a playground with hippos slash whatever we thought it was
1: it's pigs but it looked like hippo hungry hungry hippos even
0: and I was like, "This is the scene." Dan and I would interact, and win the Oscar for yes, yeah. And be like, "I have to act with who?" Oh, Dan Ryan. He'd mm, make it work. Yikes! Uh, It'd be a but challenge. He's dying, and he recalls a family recipe.
1: Well, yeah, he recalls um,
0: hunting boars, hunting for yams,
1: wild boar, and in the winter when they are hungry. They dig up and engorge themselves on like yams. So like a traditional hunter would would kill a boar and then immediately like with great haste, you know, uh, take its intestines and make a like yam sausage. Yeah, pretty much. And he you know he was he's was like oh I I wanted to try this with you mm-hmm. like yeah yeah. yeah
0: uh but he does that he dies and his lover like cries over that like you know we shared this final moment together what's their story dan i don't know
1: i don't know we don't know what finally did him in he was just you know yeah another another crime boss we don't know
0: and even like the sound style fades into like an old time movie because he's seeing his final movie yeah he
1: tells her that you gotta hush now because my
0: final movie's playing yeah yeah. Uh, so meanwhile Tampopo is complete and the team go their separate ways. They've designed this lavish dandelion image on the office of the on the, on the front
1: on the front facade. It's like yeah. a it's a very simple but like painterly looking dandelion mm-hmm. that is certainly going to grab attention in the area.
0: Yep uh tobo has made friends with his bullies Mm -hmm. uh feels like a master chef and will prove male chefs wrong according to like the master they're like i didn't think that a female chef could accomplish something like this but i was wrong
1: yeah Yeah. prove me wrong
0: yep the customers begin to pile in Tampopo thanks everyone which is an important aspect i love when a character thanks people that have helped her along Mm -hmm. the way uh, i love that uh, all leaving one by one with gora looking back and was smiling yes as she's preparing the food Goron and ken say goodbye as ken races after it's the very dan bidding grant a goodbye yeah. <laughs> it's like take care of whatever's here he's going to space yeah yeah, uh, but did he leave Ken to take care of Tempopo? You and, and, think? And that's, it's. I think it's up to interpretation.
1: But even Ken seems shocked that he actually drives away. Like, mm. I think that's the main crux of that scene. He's like, "Oh, weren't you going to like stay behind and get the girl?" Yeah, but Goro doesn't. Goro keeps driving. Mm. Well, with Gun. Gun is still his like co-pilot. Mm. Um, but they do they do keep driving away.
0: And such is the life of a trucker. Where is Tempopo to?
1: They gotta find another ramen shop to to turn around.
0: Yeah, but the film ends with a baby nursing on a breast, and then we get, like, the entire theme of food as, like, the litmus of life. Yes. Yeah. We all need food. We all need to eat.
1: Yeah. And this film explores, like, every single angle of that. Yeah. So, like, you know, um, like, savoring it, uh, you know, how different people react to the same kind of food. Mm -hmm you know, the importance of, like, the family meals and stuff, the sensations and the memories that that brings up, the context that you're eating it in. Uh, the Yakuza guy, of course, gets, like, the more illicit, like, sensual use of food, Mm. but is also still a use of food. And it's all,
0: it's all there and accounted for. I love it. Yeah. So with that, let's bring our episode to close. It's Mm -hmm. been two hours. I love Tempopo. I think it's a perfect film, but what did you think? Long run of things, Dan.
1: I loved this movie. Mm. It is a very, uh, you know, just positive and uplifting film. Uh, it will probably make you feel good about your own goals and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I wholeheartedly recommend our viewers to check it out.
0: Yeah, and with that, you know, anime masterpiece has come to another end. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are returning to anime as usual. We are, uh, but before we go, is there anywhere that our audience can find us on social media?
1: Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at KingDanis, as well as our adjacent Anime Was Not a Mistake uh, Facebook page.
0: And you can find me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski at Losing My Mind, JK on Instagram and the TikTok, and also on Twitter at Drink and Read JK. And check out my other podcasts, including Drink and Read, the podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, Nightcaps at the Theater. Of course. Uh,
1: So it's my turn to preview.
0: It is, yeah. It's come to that time, huh? Uh,
1: So, to have a little bit of summertime fun, Mm. uh, I decided, or I've already consulted with you, that before I resume uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stardust Crusaders, which will certainly occupy the rest of the summer, gonna take a few weeks to just do some other random anime that I wouldn't get to showcase otherwise. Mm. Um, So... To that end, we are staying in the 1980s, oh. um, and we are actually, you know, finding a very different sort of guy uh, with blonde hair and a gun for an arm. Oh. Uh, but but his adventures are very very different. Hmm. Uh, this is a, a a space adventurer named Cobra uh, oh. who is teaming up. With a lady named Jane Flowers, uh, who is a, a, you know, very self-confident bounty hunter of sorts. Mm. And they are working to save the seventh galaxy from the nefarious Pirate Guild. Mm -hmm. What will happen? Will... Cobra, you know, finally get over his goro trucker ways and find someone he can settle down with.
0: Me, no, no, I don't
1: know. <laughs> uh, but uh, this this film coming up has been described as like what happens if you mix a Sean Connery James Bond movie with a Han Solo adventure. Mm-hmm. So you know, I had to bring it to the podcast. We will be watching 1982's Space Adventure Cobra, oh. the movie. Wow! Uh, looking forward to it. Okay,
0: see you there. Hiss, yes, yes. Check, please. Here at Anime Was Not a Mistake, we have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcasts in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? Well, we obviously don't think so. There's no harm in expanding our wee horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at AnimeWasNotAMistakePodcast or on Facebook at AnimeWasNotAMistakePod. We promise to go happy on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to-beat continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara mucho. Mucho mucho Tanto como tances, Siempre hasta morir.